Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 127. I'm out here in Austin, Texas with Perry Grown, who's been supposed to be on the podcast for like years now. And we just haven't fucking met up for it. Wait, was I supposed to be on for years? I feel like we've been talking about it for like... Oh, when you lived in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just been like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm down. And then just fucking... And we're doing uh, it. Yeah, fucking finally. And we're lounging. Our shoes are off. Before we get into the meat of the podcast, I wanted you to finish what you were saying earlier. You were telling me about how you feel like the Holocaust was justified. Anyway, so our shoes are off. <laughs> and what a way to make a guy sweat. <laughs> what a way to make someone's asshole tighten up. The people are waiting for Can your you answer. Can you imagine bro? if we weren't friends? And I and we didn't know each other at all, and that was how you started this conversation. I do that with almost every podcast. Oh, do you? Of the last guy, the last guy was like, "Oh man, I think you were telling me about how you called some guy the N word on the subway," and uh-huh. he was just like, "What?" Well, I would I would have answered that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, Perry, you remember that time you were telling me about calling the guy an N word on the subway? Well, dude, the guy was he shoulder checked me, <laughs> so I had to tell him the what, give him the what for. <laughs> Starting, dude, we always start off strong here, man. Yeah, really strong. <laughs> like, like Third Reich strong. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. How long you been? How long you been out here in Austin? Uh, I've been here for, it's coming up on a year. It's no a, way. On Halloween, it's going to be a year. I moved here, I think, the day before Halloween. And uh, it's cool. It's cool. I go back to, I, yeah, so we lived in, both of us lived in California. And I go back there every once in a while to California to do shows and stuff like that. I don't know. What do you think about the Austin versus LA? I miss, I miss, I like, I like Austin. I think that the scene is kind of weird. Like the open mics out here, like suck ass. Like it's just kind of like the weird dynamic, but I also miss the most is just like how much I used to get booked like out in California. Right. Like four or five shows a you, week. Do you, but do you think that's because you just knew people more there or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it takes a while. Like it's only been like up until now, like a year where I'm like, Oh, I, I kind of like have friends and stuff here. Like mm-hmm. I felt like a nerd this whole time. Really? And I'm like, hey, what's wrong with me? And But then I remember it took me about a year. Oh, excuse me. I have to throw up out of my chest. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it took me about a year in LA of like meeting, finding people, like friends and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Does it take you a long time to f- get make friends? I don't know if you were like watching me at the, the show that we did like two days ago. It was uh-huh. pretty quick. I, mean, I could just walk up to people. To make a good, deep, deeper a connection, like where they're booking you. Yeah. And where you like can kick it with them and have them over. And I mean, a little bit. Like I met, I met like Jimmy when he put me on that show. I'd only met him like one time and we met at like, I met up with CJ and Tim Hanlon uh, at mm-hmm. Cracker Barrel and Jimmy was there. And we just like, it was funny because like we hit it off like right away. Cause I had told this story about like how like earlier like, that week I'd hooked up with this girl off Tinder but I had nice reported her profile on Tinder even and, nicer and got it taken down to eliminate all my competition. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> I got her account banned so that like after I got her number, I got her account banned so that she couldn't like be hit up by any more dudes. And then I took her out and then hooked up with her. But like, <laughs> and so he thought it was like the funniest thing ever. Classic. dude. And then he tells this story that was like even more savage than that. So we just hit it off right away, and then he put me on the show. And then Does she know? Fire. Does she know that you did that? Because she listened to an earlier podcast. Yeah, she texted me. It was like I knew it was you. I was like, no, you didn't. What did you say that? Why her podcast or why her account got banned? Oh, dude, I could pull it up in two seconds. It was fucking. 
fuck, dude. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. I said, report, we won't tell her. Her name, I said, her real name isn't Jules. And when we met up for our date, she proceeded to ask me for money for oral sex. Ooh. Please delete her account so this doesn't happen to anyone else. And they deleted her account? <laughs> yeah. Bro, she texted me this. It was like, my account no, got deleted. You were f- no way. Yeah, bro. It was sad. Was she pissed? Dude, yeah. that's ultimate. Yeah. Man. Are you the Joker? That's the like, <laughs> fucking psychopath. Well, see, here the thing is that it's going to seem a little bit more psychopath. I didn't, yeah. like, I just made it sound cool. Yeah. Like, but really, I thought she ghosted me. So I was like, well, if it ain't me, it's no one. It's dude, like, that's, like, oh my God, dude. Are you a school shooter? What the fuck? No, she's just hot. <laughs> okay, are you a school shooter? Literally, same question. No, I just think that it's funny. Like, I report, I'll report like fat chicks and like just like, like random shit because I just think it's fucking funny for them to like try to be like, oh, like, like tonight they'll be like, Oh, like I wonder what's popping on Tinder. Let's open it and be like, "You're banned." And I just think it's fucking. And they're like, "What?" Have you talked to her since afterwards? Yeah, I fucked up with her a couple more times. Really? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> fucking score. It works, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's, try it. Anyone funny. listening? Try it. Just report a girl. If they're hot, report them. But then, but then there's only yeah. All right, no, that's great. That's great. Good for you. Anyway, that show that we did together was fucking that Jimmy produced. Shout out to uh, Jimmy Clifford. Uh, was was super fun. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, I found out that you're not drinking right now. What the fuck, dude? I'm not drinking for another couple of weeks. I'm doing something where you don't drink for three months. You do, a, uh, dude. It's it's the most. It's so fucking hard. You work out twice a day. You oh. don't drink alcohol. You read ten pages of a book. Just ten. Just ten po- uh, a day. <laughs> yeah, just over three months. Yeah, you're like, uh, what's that one book? It's a fucking Harry Potter book, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ten pages. Yeah right. <laughs> Does that take you five minutes? Like, oh man, I got my reading in every three months. Yeah, dude, it is fucking hard though. It's really, it's really, really hard. Why are you doing it? Because I have no discipline in my life, and I was drinking and smoking weed way too much, all by myself, just in bed smoking weed, passing out. <laughs> oh fuck! To the point where it was, it was affecting me a lot, and. um I don't know. I just wanted to, my brother, somebody, there's another podcast where a guy talks about it. And then my brother said that he was doing it. And then I started to do it and it actually feels really good. Really? Yeah. It feels really, really good. Oh, you also drink a gallon of water today. That's why I have, I got to drink four of these things. Dude, fuck that. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you nonstop pissing? Oh, dude. Sometimes at night I'll pee six times. What's the longest like continuous piss? Like what's your record? Four minutes and 45 seconds. Really? No. No, I was about to say, bro, you're up there like practicing your five, your tight five while pissing. Yeah, the whole yeah, time. my jokes. Dude, what's a good joke? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, uh, dude, it's, it, the peeing thing is annoying because at night, dude, I can't sleep. Like, I have to stop drinking water like hours before I go to bed. And like, I just have to clear out my whole body and my full of piss right before I go to bed or like hours before I go to bed. Cause yeah, there's been nights when I literally can't sleep because I'm just peeing constantly. Does this whole cleanse, like, do you fuck better? Um, Did you notice the difference or is it just fucking? I love making sessions. <laughs> I would say that it gives me more energy. You know what it does? The cool thing is it makes your mind more like, I have a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and it makes, it quells the anxiety and it quells the second guessing in your mind. Just drinking water? Just the whole thing. Reading? Reading it ten pages of Harry Potter. Like if it was nine, if it was only if it was only nine pages, you'd be freaking out right now. I'd be so scared. 
You know what I can't stop thinking about is that I ruined the teapot out there before <laughs> I started this. Yeah, how did you do that, my friend? It absolutely threw me off, and I do feel bad, but it is so funny. Well, I put the water in there, and here's the deal. I went in so cocky. I know how to make fucking tea, dude. Bro, I, th- I was like filling it up. Perry's like, get out of the kitchen, yeah. man. I got this. Yeah, I was like, I know how to make tea, and then went out there and filled it up. Didn't realize it was one of the electric things, because normally the electric thing, it has, from what I think, it has the base plate that stays on the stays there, and then you take the pot off the base plate, fill it up with water, and then put it back on the base plate. That's what that is. The base plate, no, it was stuck to it. No, it was on the ground over there. You burned the thing that clicks into the base plate. Oh, see, I didn't see the base plate anywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes more sense. You Totally your fault. Totally my fault. <laughs> you came in halfway, my friend. But it was funny. I just came in so cocky about this, how to make tea. And uh, the second I put it on the burner, so if nobody knows what's happening, I took the the thing that the, the teapot that's supposed to be on the base plate and just put it on the top of the stove, <laughs> and literally turned it on high, and within five seconds the kitchen started filling up with smoke, and I was like, "Whoa, this is fucked." And I in my head I was like, <laughs> in my head I was like, "These these guys need to learn how to clean their kitchen stove, dude. <laughs> this is like fucking really gross." And in my head, I was kind of like talking shit to you guys. I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> they have fucking posters of sports on their wall, the fucking college place. <laughs> and then and then it all backfired. It was totally my fault. I didn't even realize anything was going on because Brandon was like, yo, there's like a lot of smoke coming from there. I was like, my man Perry cooking it up in there, dude. I was like, let's go. I thought maybe it was the fries or something. Uh-huh. And then yeah. fucking I walk in there. I didn't even realize that like it had like done anything. You were like holding the teapot. I was like, yeah, dude, that's what you used to cook it. And then I fucking like, oh, I burned it. Plastic was just gone. Yeah. Smoke was everywhere. It stunk <laughs> really bad. Like it was cooking crack. <laughs> and then we left. Yeah, so I'll get him a new one. Maybe I'll Amazon one while we're recording. <laughs> yeah, I think it is, it is off Amazon. <clears throat> um, this can't be more than fifteen bucks, right? Like fifteen to twenty-five bucks. Yeah, I'll get him a, a housewarming gift. Maybe a fucking maid. A maid to clean our shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the bottom of my toilet, like like where like you know like where the water stays. Yeah, it's just like stained yellow from like whatever reason, mm-hmm. like just like water level down, mm-hmm. and so like. And when it comes over, thinks that there's just like stale piss in my fucking toilet, but it's not. It's clean water. I wouldn't drink from it, but it's fucking. Why don't you just clean the toilet? Nah. That's a good answer. Nah. That's totally a guy with an answer that would. Brandon was like, I have the cleaner. And I was like, yeah, but we don't have like the cleaner to clean it. You don't have the bolt, the scrubber thing? We have everything. I'm going to say we don't have like, you Wait, know. Oh, you don't have the physical person yeah, to clean we, it? Yeah, there's not enough Mexicans in Austin, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. That was said by Perry Grown. That was sweet. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> no, like back in back in Cali, I, I paid rent at my stepdad's house. Mm-hmm. And like once once every two weeks, there'd be like ladies, like mega maids or whatever, that would like come over and just like clean the place. So usually I would just like, like if like day three, like that the, after they came, like three days later, I would just like, if I clogged the toilet, I would just leave it knowing that they'd be back like a week later. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Good for I you. I want to fucking clean that shit, bro. And they get, they're, they're getting paid like good money to do it. So you would fill your toilet up with clogged poop? No, no, no. Like if I like happened to clog it, I'd be like, well, I guess I'll use the downstairs one for the next week. How old are you? 24. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Hey, but in my defense, during this time, uh-huh. I was 23. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and the maids were hot, and you canceled them off Tinder, so fuck it. Fuck it, dude. That's, they're, they're good. <laughs> Why'd you move out here? <laughs> <laughs> nice transition, guy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> By the way, you did well on the show, the Jimmy show. You thank did very you, well. That was good. Thank you. Yeah, that was fun. You got good. Yeah, that was fun. Is it liked how you you had the mic stand <laughs> like when it was in the mic stand and right when you took it out like you know Joe it was just a hard it was a hard room and you could tell that when you took the mic stand out that the jokes weren't working as well and you're like fuck I should have kept it in the mic stand dude I know is Literally. that weird for whatever reason sometimes that just works when you're just like chill and like awkward you know yeah. what I, you know what I mean like it was fucking like I, like the first five minutes of my set like I killed like right, everything yeah. landed. And then, like, I got cocky, and I took it, like, oh, like I, like I took it out like midway through that five. Mm. But then, like, it's not like it had to do with me taking it out of the mic stand. It might have just have to do with like the order. But then I went to this like, like a three minute bit, like about like being gay in prison, and that just they did not like it like at all. And I but was it's, like, but it's worked on other shows. I'm like, what the hell, bro? So I was like, I'll get him, I'll get him. And for like three minutes, I was like, this next one, you're this, not getting us. You're not getting <laughs> yeah, us. Dude. They're saying that. <laughs> I finished, dude, that, that one bit, I finished my whole drink. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, every punchline. Oh, because the show, if you don't know, the show is called Bomb and Get Bombed, where, like, if a punchline didn't work, Jimmy would play a sound, and, like, the we'd have to take a shot. But if, like, the punchline was, like, like Jimmy thought it was great, and they didn't give it what it deserved, they would take a drink. Like, he'd play a different sound. And, like, during this three-minute bit, bro, like, like, the very last, like, I started getting laughs at the end, because, mm-hmm. like, just because it came, it became funny with how bad it was doing. I was just like reverse like of what I wanted, but it was still getting laughs, but I still had to drink, but it was like, fuck, at least they're having fun. Yeah. And it was, it's kind of one of those shows where it's like the audience in a weird way is rooting for you to bomb. So you drink. Yeah. You know, is that they kind of get excited for you to not do well. And it's because that's funny when they're drinking and getting drunk, you know, so they kind of want you to not, but I was drinking milk. So I was like, fuck dude, that was fun though. That was like like when he told me the idea of the show, I was like, "Bro, that's fucking fire." Yeah, that's a great idea. And I didn't know how it was going to like play out or like mm-hmm. whatever. And like I thought it like went well. Like it, for the people at the end, it kind of sucked ass just cuz of like then people like start like people started noticing the music more and like it was people were getting kind of like they were getting drunker. So like going up like where we went, like in the like the beginning towards the middle, like it was like fire, like positioning for like that room. Yeah, like at the beginning, it yeah, kind of yeah. worked. I don't know. I I kind of ate it, but just a little bit, you know, <laughs> just a little bit. You got some pops here and there, but there were some where like, like, did you listen back to your tape and hear me? No, but I remember you laughing. I remember you would be <laughs> the only one that would laugh at certain things. Some things were so funny. I remember looking around being like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I started sweating though. Cause you had like one punchline. I don't remember what it was, but it was fucking fire. And I fucking like, I like out loud, just like died laughing, but like no one else did. And I was like, man, I'm about to go up there and eat shit. I was like, I remember that. I literally remember what's going on here. I remember you, your laugh. You were like right in front too. There's a lot of people talking though. Yeah, it's whatever. And then I had a show right after that night. Now it was, uh, that was fun. That was a good time. I think six streets, a hard place to do shows because, uh, it's, it's like the energy of it is like not show vibes really it's just bar party yeah. party vibes you know and like most of the shows down here are but look at this because you left early mm-hmm. so this picture like of me on stage those two hot chicks that were in the front nice dude yeah dude they, bro, have, they have boobs i thought they were like like they were into me bro like then, during my set like they were into me and shit i was mm-hmm. like fuck yeah like i made a mental note yeah to like talk to him after so i stayed like the whole time even though i wanted to go like watch the game 
But like so many people like bought me drinks that I got so fucked up. I literally forgot that those two chicks even existed until Jimmy sent me the photos last night. And I was like, fuck. Mm. Well, the picture you just showed me, there was like two 12 year old girls. So they had to be 21 because they're in the bar. They had, they, they had pigtails. They had pigtails. They had Dora the Explorer backpacks, dude. They were in the bar, though. If they're good enough to get in the bar, they're good enough to get in my bedroom. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? what? Dude. If a fake ID works there, it'll work. <laughs> All right. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Invite them in. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Only only if it's both of them. One of them, no go. But like if like if both... the ages add up to <laughs> oh. Okay, this is really gnarly. Yeah, let's move on, bro. Let's <laughs> let's uh let's move on before a fucking before episode one twenty seven of Barely Series becomes a citation on Wikipedia. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, my God. oh Christ. Wait, what were we talking about before? Um uh you not drinking and stuff. Yeah. Because I was saying that you weren't drinking at the show. Yeah, no. I feel like maybe that contributed to... Me bombing? I mean, I don't feel like it wasn't like a complete bomb. Like, you had fun. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they, I had this, fun. I like know the, what happened. I was just going too fast, I think. Yeah. I was talking way too fast. Yeah, but uh, I feel like you like saying that you're not drinking and then drinking milk made them be like, well, fuck this guy. Right when I said that, I thought it would be funny. And right when I was like, I'm not drinking. Sorry for ruining the show by drinking milk. And they, they were like, boo. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, you could have just lied. You could have like pretend like you super batted that shit. There was like, like moonshine in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just bootleg some fucking whiskey. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I totally ruined it. But yeah, dude, it was so funny because like Jimmy walked by and I was like, man, having the first guy go up and he's not even drinking. Like maybe he went up in like the middle. I should have said that. I feel like I should have brought that up. Like maybe I go up second or something like that. Yeah. And I because I thought I had to leave early because I had a show right after, but I realized it timed out to where I didn't. So I I should have just told him that I didn't need to, but. Was it actually milk in there? Almond milk, even uh, even more pussy. Milk is way nastier, dude. I drink milk. I like milk. Okay. Some ho- okay. <laughs> You're a nasty guy. <laughs> what do you put in your oatmeal? Almond milk. Oh. You drink ice. Hold on. Or- hold on. Almonds don't have titties, bro. No, that was a sick meme I saw five years ago. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you really not know that? I don't know how they make almond milk. No, the the that joke about how almonds don't have titties. No, I haven't seen that meme. Really? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's like a, a viral meme. So that you're that's good that you All right, cool. I'm uh, I could work for Fuck Jerry five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. My my job opportunities are fucking going great. Dude, is Fuck Jerry still a thing? Yeah, bro. Our... Oh wait, no, I'm thinking the fat Jewish. Do you remember them? It was like a fuck uh, Jerry. Yeah, fuck Jerry. Like, remember all the comics are trying to like cancel fuck Jerry. Like, that's why I'm asking if they're still a thing. They're definitely they lost maybe seven hundred thousand followers, yeah. and then like within a week they had like five times that. Dude, there's like so that. many meme pages that do that shit. It's Just, rip shit, and it's literally stealing. It's literally fucking stealing. Well, like, you know, it's you know, fucked. you know, Craig Conant. There was a, I forget what meme page it was, but it's on Facebook and Instagram, and he had like a funny tweet. Oh, his tweet was something like. It was like dudes will know each other for like 10 years and not have one picture together or mm-hmm. something like that. He tweeted that. It went kind of viral. And they posted like a screenshot of his tweet and like cropped his name and shit yeah. out of it. So it's just like the words. And then like it was just, but it's very cl- clearly yeah. off Twitter. Yeah. And he was like, he made like a big deal of, of course, because they just fucking, but how yeah. easy would it have them to be, how easy would have it have been for them to just leave his fucking name on it. They don't even have to tag him. Like, Dude, just it's like, so messed up. Leave his fucking... They clearly didn't tweet it, otherwise their fucking name would be on it. And what, what 
pages like that that don't know is it helps them by tagging other people too because it starts like it makes like a more of a friendly environment mm. kind of and then other people share it and whatever i just got distracted because i hear they're listening to the new batman trailer uh have you seen it have you seen it Oh, I actually watched it because you reposted it. It's fucking awesome. You posted it so quick. Like when I, I clicked on it, I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And it was like posted three minutes three ago. Minutes I, was like, ago. I was like, oh, I'm in the fucking loop right now. Yeah. Bro. Shout out Perry. Oh, dude. I'm so excited. Well, I was watching a uh, <laughs> little nerd, nerd alert. I was <laughs> okay. watching the DC fandom online event yesterday. It's like Comic-Con, but okay. online. So I'm a virgin. Anyway, um, <laughs> So the new diet hasn't helped. (laughs) My fuck game is off. (laughs) I'm going to make that a shirt. My fuck game is off. (laughs) Get that tattooed. Um, Dude, it's so sick. I'm so, so stoked. Yeah, dude, it looks sick. My, my buddy, uh, my buddy, Joseph Martinez is not a comic or nothing. He's just my buddy from, we've been friends like 13 years, but Mm -hmm. he's like a huge Batman guy. Like he's really a Batman steering wheel, like Batman, like air fit. Like he's a huge Batman guy. And like on my like list of 10 goals, like for like before I like die, like, like, you know, career wise, like, like yeah, you know, like, so hopefully I get like one of them out of the way, but like, you know, like, uh, like it's like, it's gotta be top five on my list is to get into like, in some capacity to like be in a Batman movie or like some movie where Batman's in it in any capacity, any role, even the dude wearing hockey pads that like loses that fight in the beginning of that one movie, Mm -hmm. like in some capacity just to fucking ruin it for my friend. So when he goes to like see the movie and he's fucking watching it, he sees my dumb ass in the fucking movie just to fucking ruin it for him. That totally took a left turn. I thought you're going to be like, a, this is a save, make a wish foundation sort no, of thing. No, I want to be fucking in a movie getting beat up or like fucking like tripping a guy or so, so, in some, any capacity to where I have face on the screen and mm-hmm. for even a second in the movie just so he fucking sees it and goes, fuck that guy. It just, just it ruins the whole movie because like he's so involved in it that I'd be like, I want to be because I always tell him, oh, that shit's so lame. Like that shit's so fake. Just like fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it'll make it seem fake to him. If my stupid fucking ass is in the movie, that'll fucking ruin it for him. Oh, no, that would ruin That's it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I know that guy too much. <laughs> yeah. Just like I'm fucking like kicking it with Robin. I'm one of like the, or something. And he's just uh-huh. like, well, this movie's not real anymore. He's yeah. Like, I want it to be in the first five minutes of the fucking movie too. That is the ultimate. I thought you were going to say something really nice about your friend. No. And then you want to ruin his fucking lifelong passion. <laughs> Dude, my friend is so into cars, loves cars. I want to fucking blow up his garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. Well, have you seen those dudes? They're like, they're, there's this there's one YouTuber and he's like super rich. And so he like bought one of like the, there's like five. It was like a Lamborghini or Ferrari. There's like one of five. Mm-hmm. There's like only five in the world. He bought one of them just to wreck it. And then he fucking wrecked it. No shit. Just to like post it to like make car people oh, like cool. freak out like yeah that's funny that's hilarious and i bet they flipped millions of dollars just yeah. to fucking wreck it for a funny youtube video and that's he was great. just like <laughs> that's fucking, really that's fucking classic, it wasn't real too no totally real it was totally real oh, the guy's just a millionaire like just trolling people and he fucking it was i forgot what it was called but it was just fucking if you like look up guy crashes one yeah. rare ferrari it's literally just him fucking crashing this ferrari that's so funniest funny. fucking thing, bro. There's a, there used to be a YouTube channel where a guy would every video he would break like a new piece of technology. New iPhone would come out and he would get a bunch of them and just fucking smash them, dude. New drone would come out and he would fly it up and then drop <laughs> a kamikaze into a pool. It was awesome. Were you ever see? Have you? Wow, oh, fuck. Do you remember this when it, I think it was like the iPhone 
eight when it like first came out and the first guy the first guy to ever get it and he like take like they're like he's on all the new sites like outside the apple store and they're mm-hmm. like let, he's like opening it and he yeah. drops it on purpose or on accident no like he just dropped it when he was like no oh, way you haven't that's seen that so funny no the it was like the it was like the iphone 7 or 6 yeah, or yeah. 8 like i don't remember but it was one of like the older ones and it's just this fat white dude and he's just like he opens it like to show the cameras opens the box like sideways yeah and it just falls right out do you remember daniel tosh when he did that with the ipad it was, I think it was on season one of Tosh.0. Oh. And, and they bashes it <laughs> with a golf club on top of the on top of a table. And the writing, the, the writing. Yeah, room. do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, dude, so good. It was the ultimate. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, dude. I would love to see him live. He's not a guy that you uh, see like kicking it with, like just like the Rogan crew or just like, he's not like right. a comic that hangs out with comedians. You know what I mean? He's my fucking number one, like inspiration, bro. Like I could really? like every word of all his specials, like everything, bro. Like I saw him live in Palm Springs, uh, like two years ago, just doing like all new material. And he fucking like, it wasn't all fire, but like he killed bro. It was yeah. just a fucking theater gig. It wasn't even like sold out or nothing. It was like, it was crazy. Just like some one off show mm-hmm. and like, like his, at a club. No, it was like this, like a like a theater in a casino, Agua Caliente, in like Palm See. Desert somewhere. But like he also just did a a theater gig, it just a random one off because he has like a Vegas residency or some bullshit coming up. I saw that, yeah. And so he's like practicing for it by going to random cities. And he just did San Antonio, and me and Brandon were gonna go, but to like sit way up high, like <laughs> after fees, it was like ninety a ticket, and I was like, no, I was like fucking, probably yeah. just to see the same set from two years ago. Like, true. Do you think he does that? Probably, just, I mean, he just does the show so much, and now mm. that the show's getting not renewed or whatever, he's it's like, not. No, I think I heard that the uh, Comedy Central's going to like all animated, like that's what they're shooting for. I keep hearing that. Is that real? I don't. That's what I heard, and like that makes sense because Toshman was like their most watched show besides South Park, and so it's like, why would they fucking terminate that shit if it wasn't true? That's crazy. Maybe Tosh just wanted out and said, "Hey, just." Say I mean, he's been this. doing it for what almost like ten years or something, or longer. Yeah, yeah, a long time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude, that guy's fucking crazy funny, bro. Like, like if you watch, have you watched like his old shit? Like his, like when he was first starting out, I remember the, it was the comedy central presents when he goes out there and he's like, let me stretch first. And then starts swinging his arms like that. He's, he's like, yeah. Talking about how, like, this is why people are fat in America. This is their exercise or something like that. Like does tiny little, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember? No, that? I don't actually. Was, yeah. I don't know. But I, I have seen like some young stuff with him. Yeah. He's great, dude. I think one of the, the funniest bits like I've ever seen was him like when he first started out and he was doing some oh he was doing like the late show or something and he like did this bit about how he hates when he sees and he's like so young, like that he like he has like spiked hair, like mm-hmm. like total ninety shit. And like, he does this bit about he hates when he's watching like an award show and like they fucking run up there and like they like waste their like ten second speech by starting off by saying, "Oh, I had, I had no idea that I would have won. Like I had no idea." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, really? You had a fucking aisle seat." And he's like, oh. "He's like, you know what? I've never seen." He's like, "Oh, and the winner is Daniel Tosh." And he goes, "Oh, no way!" And he does like this, like like the like you're walking through an aisle fucking thing, like right. with balls in people's. Oh, dude, yes. it's like the funniest fucking thing. And he fucking like runs up there and he's like, oh, I'd like to. Th- oh, my time's up now. Oh, cool. And he's mm-hmm. just a fucking hilarious yeah, bit. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. There was somebody else that like is kind of that comic that like don't. It's weird. That there's like some comics that are just huge and they don't hang out with other people really. Right. Like Tosh Sebastian. doesn't do podcasts, bro. Yeah. Or Sebastian. Yeah. Like people like that. They're dude doing fucking stadiums and it's like. 
where are you? You know, <laughs> yeah. Do you, is anybody friends with you? Yeah. Like he had like Sebastian has a podcast and he's really funny, but like, it's not, you would think it'd be like one of the top podcasts. Right. But I don't think it is. But he's so, I, I don't even know what it's called, but he's sold I mean, out. He like was Madison over Square here Garden. the other day. So it can't be that big. He was over in Austin. On your podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty small guy. <laughs> that was dumb. Fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. It's it's crazy because like you know what I miss the most about California though is like the comedy store. Just being able to like you know like whenever I had like a spot in the belly room, go do my spot in the belly room, and then like go downstairs and just watch like legends in the fucking main room. Dude, it was so fun. Just legends. The just best go up. night. Just the energy of it, and the the I say the best night was go to the comedy store for a few hours, and then go to Mel's Diner down the road, and just drink a fucking milkshake. I never did that. All right, well, you never had the best night. <laughs> I would start off in my I had the best afternoon. Okay, I would. I don't, I'm surprised I never saw you at the comedy store. I feel like we have. Have we? I don't know. How did we meet? Even how did like we like in the first meet? place? I did your show, dude. I did your show with um. What's his name? His Instagram name is Mostly Sorry. He's the drummer on Kill Tony, the former drummer. You were there that night? Yes. And you were went, not there that night. He, that, was, that was the night I met you. And no. he went in on those late, that old lady. Bro. It was a group of old ladies, and they were all having a good time, and then there was one that was not having it. That, that, he, hold on. That group of ladies was not having a good time when he was up there. They were having a good time. Here, here's the I've told the story in the podcast before. Oh, yeah. so this is fucking hilarious okay. that you were that you were there. So like it started off with were you there like in the beginning? Like I was. Just, I, think I, was host, I think I was the first comic to go up. Okay, so you saw my host. I saw side, yours, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I, you know I'm like doing like the whole like oh and there was a good night that night too, bro. There was like ten old ladies. Fucking there's another group of people because I just saw a picture from that night, bro. There was maybe twenty five thirty people in there. Like, it, was, yeah, it was a good night. It was a decent night where you know that bar either that 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 show was every Wednesday. We never really promoted it. So, like it was whoever just showed up mm-hmm. and like, you know, whoever people brought. And so like, like some nights would be terrible, but like something crazy would happen. Some nights were fire and something crazy would happen. Some nights were just dope and other nights just sucked. Like it was just like, it was just literally crazy. Like one night, like, you know, the rapper problem, yeah, bro, that fool was at a show. And like, I was oh, like, shit. no way. And he was there with like fucking like, like gangster ass, like bodyguards, which is also really fucking funny. At that show. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So like after the show, I was like, well, I fuck, I've listened to this dude forever. I was like, I gotta go say what's up. And so, like, I walk up to him, uh, and, like, his bodyguards didn't flinch at all. And I was, like, we fucking dapped each other up. And he's like, hey, man, like, you were really funny up there. And I was like, oh, dude, like, that fucking, that means a lot. Like, was, I've listened to your music since, like, like 2013. He's like, oh, dude, like, I appreciate it. And then we took a picture, and, like, that was it. Like, obviously, he's not there to just hang, you know. He was there. To, he, he saw the show, and he fucking, and, uh, but it was funny because my, you know, Dom, right? Dom Pierno? Yeah. Uh, you know, big, bearded, like, mm-hmm. way bigger than I am. And he, like, walked up, and, like, the, the bodyguards kind of were, like, they moved towards him. Like, they're just like, they literally looked at me and like, just like went back to what they were doing. I was just yeah. like, I'm just not a threat. I could have had a gun. You know, like, you know yeah. what I mean? But it was just funny that his big ass like fucking took a step forward and they were like, hold on, bro. It was a fucking, but that night there was this group of old ladies and I like, I did this thing. I, I asked them, oh shit. It was, um, they, one of the ladies like said something during my host set, so I started talking to him, and then I was like, "Oh, like, what are you guys like, like, gad? Like, are you guys grandmas against drunk driving?" Uh, and you know, got like a laugh or whatever. And they were like, "Well, kinda," and I was like, "Oh, like, what do you mean?" And like the lady went, she said that they were in like a support group for women who had just like lost their kid, 
or like who had just like lost their daughter to cancer or something. And I was like, like, fuck, like all of you guys. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to give you a great night, like whatever. Like, and so like me saying that to them, like was an indication to you and the other comics being like, Hey, like, like just do your shit. Like don't fuck with them. Like type of thing. I don't remember you saying that. Really? Well, I didn't, I didn't, Oh, you didn't remember the the interaction. That's how it was like other comics were like, okay, cool. Like, like they're just here to laugh. Like let's not really like fuck with them too much. You know what I mean? Joel showed up late, so he didn't see that. Uh-huh. This was also his first time ever headlining, and so like and he like he was like, "How much time am I doing?" I was like, "Oh, you can do like thirty. You can do whatever you want, he was bro." There a long time. Yeah, he, just, he I was like, "You can do whatever you want, bro." I didn't realize that he didn't even have thirty, and so he was like stretching like something that he didn't have, and I was like, "Bro, you could have just done 15. Like it really doesn't matter, bro. We're mm. just you know, we're just chilling. Mm. Like, it, was just, it was a very informal show." Uh, and he got hammered before he went up there because he was so nervous, I guess. He had, like, fucking four gin and tonics, like, right next to me over at that table, and I was like, God damn, dude. Like, like Really? Because he seemed really chill. I mean, he seemed very, like, confident in what he was doing. Really? When I, saw I have that, a video, man, so we could, we could cross-reference this. I was <laughs> really new in a comedy, so when I saw that, I actually, like, learned a lot from that in terms of, like, commit and, like, at the end of the day, like, care but like don't care too much you know like i don't know for someone to just go in and right like, it, it was i mean us comics were laughing so hard it was so fucking yeah. funny yeah it was great it was, it was uh it was interesting i love joel bro it was fucking yeah he's dope but there got to a point where it was like all right maybe it's too much because like like he made the lady like one of the old ladies start crying oh, like really? legit yeah bro she punched him after the show oh that's funny you didn't see that no that's funny bro though. it's like he just like kept going in they were like dude leave us alone like leave us alone one of the ladies started crying, and then after, like, Dom had to come up and take the mic from him, like, end his set, come up and take the mic from him. And really? Fucking, Maybe I, wait, what? I don't bro, remember any of this. you don't remember this. any of that? No. How I much remember, were you drinking, dude? I mean, I was drinking then. <laughs> That's, bro, how do you not, like, when wait, you brought this what? story up, and I was like, man, you were there that night. It was crazy. I remember he, he this show, that, that show is what ended my show. Cause like because of this, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, man, it was such a great night. And I was like, what? I don't you? remember being that fucking crazy. I remember like, bro, I... in the video that I have, you could hear another comic come up to me, and in the background of the audio, you could hear her say, "This is as close to I've seen like this is as close to rape as it could get without it being rape." And I was like, fuck, bro, dude, no Swear. way. I have the video. I don't fucking man. remember that at all. I remember us comics were laughing because he was like being funny. I was laughing in the beginning and he, then it got fucking, then I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Cause I remember she wasn't liking him. And then he was like, okay, what's one of your favorite comics? Don't tell me it's Bob Hope. And she's cause she was old and it, everybody was like, oh, that's really funny. It was great. I thought it was great. I don't remember that. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember any of the words that were really said. I just remember that like he got punched in the face afterwards. And then afterwards, so like what I would do with that show is like I would have a headliner come down and then we, he would do the show. And then afterwards we'd record the podcast this podcast. Oh uh, yeah. And so like we recorded that podcast after and it never came out because it was so bad. With him? Yeah. Cuz like the whole time he was just like, "Oh, like like trying to like justify like what was going on and like like some other weird stuff." And I was just like, "We like just for our like both of our sakes, <laughs> this can't come out." And I was like, "Was he like, upset?" Yeah. Oh yeah. No, like it wasn't like he was like shitting on her. He was like he was like, "Fuck, I like, can't believe I made her cry." Like fucking he was like he was very upset about it. It was just like like I would be too if I fucking made someone cry. You know what I mean? Like they came. Right. There I didn't see that. I don't know. Came. I just remember I, I was really new into comedy, and I saw that, and it. I learned, like I said, I learned in a way of just like seeing somebody that's just like not caring that much, not like intentionally trying to hurt hurt right, somebody, right, 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 right. but like 
just like going for it. And he like it because it, it me, I would probably probably still now if I was up there flat, like not doing well or whatever for for 30 minutes, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> but I, it was cool to see somebody confident like that. Just like keep going, keep right. going, keep yeah. going. And that was that was that helped out a lot in respect. That does. I could see that. Uh, but also it was one of those where it's like, man, like how long, like how long has he been doing comedy? You know, it's like, fuck, like it's all right. Bail. You know what I mean? Like you've learned to like bail on something. <laughs> Cause like it was, it was going, like it was, it was going sideways, man. Like the whole thing was just going sideways. And like, like there's been like, that show is crazy, man. Like there was a, a guy got like, you do remember how like it was like when you're, when you're on stage, like to the right, like behind those booths, there was like that, that one way window. Uh, kind of. I remember there was you a pool s- table up there. Sorry for yawning, but there was a pool oh, table yeah. up there. But like through the window, like you could see out, you couldn't really see in and like okay. it, to the patio. Oh, okay. Right. During one show, some dude was straight up sitting like right in the seat, right by the window, <laughs> getting a fucking blow job like, nice. during the show. Nice. Like, like that bar was so erotic. It was, it was old cr- ladies and fucking BJs. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I ran that show weekly for eight months and it was fucking every it week. like a cool spot. I remember even the people at the bar. Normally, people at bar, they don't give a fuck, but they, yeah. even they were watching. They were having yeah. a good time. That was yeah. dope. It was yeah. a fun show, man. It also helped my writing a lot, having to like host something mm. every week and just being like, okay, well, I can't say the same shit every week. So I would like come up, even if it was trash. I would, even if it was just like, sometimes there would be like, because every Wednesday, same bartender who's super cool, Sierra. Yeah. And like, we talk sometimes. Like, she's super cool. I wish I could have fucked her, but like, whatever. Uh, she should have canceled her Tinder account. Yeah. <laughs> That's an underrated callback, dude. That's fucking. I, uh, but I, even if it was like sometimes I would just like, so like it started off with me and, uh, so like when you came in and did it, like I said, it was the one that like ended it. Like it was, <laughs> That's so funny. it was the one that ended it, bro. Uh, and so, uh, in the beginning it was me and this female comic, Kelly Jean Brown, who we ran it for like six months. And then she started like, I don't know, she was like flirting on the edge of like quitting comedy or like whatever. So like she started like flaking on a few shows. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to fucking replace you then because I can't like, like what if I can't do it? Then all of a sudden it's canceled. We're going to lose the show. And so I was like, so I replaced her with, uh, replaced her was kind of strong. I just fucking, I just brought Dom in uh, and Dom Dom started doing it. And then that's when like shit started getting like really crazy. But like, I forgot where I was going with this, but it was fucking, I have no idea what the fuck I'm saying right now. I don't now. know either, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. No, I would, uh, sometimes I would like go up there first and just like eat shit on purpose mm-hmm. and then just be like, and here comes my co host. And just like bury him like by eating shit. Like, oh, like just so they kill the show. Just so that he'd have to come up and like revive it for his whole set and then bring up the first guy. He would get so mad. Like, uh-huh. like if he, if like he annoyed me like before we started, I would just like fucking be like, all right, cool. I'm a bomb on purpose. So like, you fucking shit. <laughs> Just eat it, yeah, just to bury him. Dude, speaking of that, I I was at uh, Lucky Duck the other day, and I had a really bad experience with an audience member. It was the first time I've ever been, like, completely went in on an audience member. Like, seeing red, my whole body filled with, like, anger. What? I, left, I need the full story on this. What I the left fuck? the show, and I listened back to it. Well, I left the show, and I was like, oh, I have anger problems. <laughs> it was a huge awakening. Because I'm more, I feel like I'm normally just more chill on stage. But, yeah, um, I was saying a joke. I was saying, like, uh, uh, an offensive joke. It's totally what it was. I was saying a few of them, and uh, people people were laughing. How many people are we talking? How many people were there? Yeah, or how many people were heck like totally? Like, how many people were there? Oh, I don't know. Lucky, I I don't know. Lucky Doke, including comics, maybe forty. Okay, okay, cool. So there's there's a fine amount. Um, getting like doing the doing the jokes, and then she said, "You can't say that to one of them." And I'd been doing. I did like two or three like kind of meaner jokes. 
And then she picked out one that was that she had an emotional attachment to. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like yeah. you can say everything, but you can't say that. And uh, I was how like, close was she in like the first row? No, she was to the left, probably I don't know, like fifteen yards or something like that. Okay. Um. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why, but I just I was like, shut the fuck up. And I just kept saying that over and over again. And I just left <laughs> and I was just so embarrassed. Really? Was anybody yeah. laughing? You telling her to shut the fuck I up? I think it, f- no, zero oh. laugh, zero laughter. But it was, it was, I, I, I started saying like, you know, it's a comedy show. Like you can, you know, we're trying stuff out, especially it's an open mic. You can say what you want. Like we're trying to figure this out. And I started, there was a couple claps. This is the first time this ever happened to me okay. or something like that. Cause I, I, I'm kind of still new into this. And so I'd never experienced that before. And, and uh, I started saying, you know, it's a comedy show. You can kind of try it. We're trying, we're trying things out. We're trying to learn or whatever. And I started getting a couple claps on that from other people. Right. And then I would just be like, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> and everybody's like, Oh, whoa, whoa, not funny anymore. It's not, he's not, no, he's just being an asshole. This man crossed the line. Cro- totally crossed the line. <laughs> and it was not good, dude, but hopefully she's dead. So, uh. No. You ever have that where you think about that where you're just like fuck I hope their car flips on the way home. Oh, oh my god. All Are the you, time. Or dude. you want to die to spite another person? Oh, okay. Well, let's fucking calm down. I hope you're you, yeah. I don't think this diet's working, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know how clear you get in an argument with someone you're like, "You know what? I hope this is the last thing you ever said to me." And I fud I get in the elevator and it fucking drops. <laughs> so you feel sad forever. I hope that happens. How many people do you argue with? Apparently I have anger problems. <laughs> so that's cool. What's your fucking, like, what's the, like your craziest, like heckler story? Mm. Honestly, I would say that, but that was only because of me. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I said those same jokes and I got booed by a whole crowd, but, but then I, Oh, they're fucking someone scored a total fucking goal. You can't hear that on the podcast, so you can't. Okay, no. Um, I don't know. I, I I booze or whatever. Yeah, but probably that one where I told her to shut up. I, it was one of the things afterwards. I did feel bad. I was like, that really? One, I should. I should not have done that, bro. Uh, like one of the last shows I did before COVID was this. Like there's this weekly show in Huntington Beach. Like where like we're like it's kind of like my like I'm from Orange County. Like that's mm-hmm. where I started. And uh, the show was fire. Like there was like always like 80 people in there. Sometimes they would all be paying attention. Sometimes they wouldn't like, but like if you could get them, that room was like the belly room. It was fucking fire, nice. bro. And uh, I was doing the show and it was fucking packed out. There was like maybe 85, 90 people in there all paying attention. My set fucking a plus I'm destroying bro. Fucking the left to the left of the stage. There's this booth. That's like a half booth that doesn't have a table. So like pretty like you could like if you're sitting in this booth, you could put your feet on the stage. Like it's like pretty much on sure, the stage. Yeah. And there's this like crackhead lady and like some other girl that's sitting there. Right. I fucking like I'm literally I have like a minute and a half left. And I'm like, OK, cool. I'm gonna do my fucking closer. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Like, man, like what a fucking set like mm-hmm. killed. Bro, this lady says something like the crackhead lady says something. And like I flame her, I I have to listen back to the tape. I don't remember what I said, but like the whole bar like lights up, like mm-hmm. just, just like I killed it, right? And then she says, "Oh yeah, well you're a fucking twink, <laughs> kills, bro. True. Like way harder than what I said. True, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
destroys way harder than what I said. And I was like, oh shit. And so then I like, I come back, like I say something and like, it gets like a mild response. I'm like, oh no way. I'm really losing this crowd that mm. I had. I, like I built this whole thing up and I'm losing to this crackhead like off the fucking side. Bro, she says, she says like, I could beat you in like an arm wrestle and boom, oh, the whole whoa, crowd like, great. yeah, the whole crowd like goes wild. I'm like, no fucking way. And then like they start chanting like wrestle, and I'm like no way. And so yeah. the producer of the show, Evan Cassidy, he fucking starts running up, already recording, bro. Like the second she started heckling me, he started recording. He comes up like he's like oh, like recording the whole thing, moves the sound like a sound booth onto the onto the stage. And so like now my whole set's pretty much over. Like and so I'm like, bro, like this is fucking. And what also sucks is that like this whole crowd of people that like I was for sure gonna get some follows out of like whatever now totally forgot that I even do stand up. Yeah, because you're a twink now. <laughs> yeah, well that, but. It's it's like now I have to arm wrestle this crackhead. Oh, he moved the thing because you actually have to arm now wrestle. Now I have to arm wrestle this crackhead oh. on the stage. So like everything, like nobody's going to remember a fucking word I said. So oh, like it was no. all to waste and fucking, which is the only reason why I said I was killing because like, I like, it's just like a waste. I'm not fucking flexing. I'm just saying that like, yeah. like I might as well have just ate shit. Like it would have been worth the same. Right. Like it would have been, but, uh, so she comes up on the stage, right? We arm wrestle right on right. This you video, arm wrestled her? Yeah. This video is crazy, bro. I beat her, right? I mean, was she big? What do you expect? She was a crackhead, but like, I beat her, of course. Right, right hand out, I beat her. And she like claims, and I rewatched the tape, and she lied. Like, and then, you know, I know it's surprising from a crackhead, but right. she says that like my elbow was like off the table was when, it? I, when I pinned her. No. Did you fucking cheat, yeah, crackhead lady? Yeah, a crackhead lady. And she goes, let's do it left handed. Which automatically I was like, fuck, this bitch is probably like left handed. And I was like, but I can't like bitch out because now the crowd's like, this crowd's going crazy. Like, whoever had to follow me fucking ate shit. But as a crackhead like, lady, what are you scared about? Like, I'm not scared of her. I'm just like, so I was like, yeah, fuck it. We'll, we'll go left handed. Oh. Bro, like, fair and square, she beats me. <laughs> Swear to God, she fucking beats me. And like, the craziest thing is afterwards, like, people were like fist bumping me and shit, like, oh man, that was crazy. Like, I can't believe you let her win for the joke, bro. I was like, yeah, man, totally. Mm. She really beat me, like, left handed. And I was like, Fuck, dude! Like this sucks, dick. You're like rolling your shoulder. You're like, yeah, dude, I totally fucking. Yeah, I, I took a dive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. it fixed. It totally fixed it. She fucking beat me, bro. And then like, you know, and then I had to like be like, and then uh, Cash was like, Galen Nash, yeah, and I had to uh -huh. get off. And then he was like, fucking lady, and the crowd was crazy, bro. And I was like, fuck, dude, I literally just like did my whole set just for her to like upend me. It's like I never went up. When she like, beat you on the left arm, did the crowd go wild? Oh yeah, bro, way crazier than if I had won. Like it was like, oh, man. it was. It, like, I have no motion. Like, my left, like, I have nothing in my left arm. I can't, like, even if I was, like, arm wrestle a baby, they'd beat mm -hmm. me. Like, I, I just yeah. can't move my arm that way. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, I can't. That's a side effect of a twink boy. <laughs> there's no it just locks up. left arm dexterity. <laughs> there's no, there's no cartilage or uh -huh. nothing. It just locks yeah, up. It's yeah. just bone on bone. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, it was fucking. And then, like, COVID happened, and I just had to, like, sit on it. And I was like, did you not do comedy the whole COVID? No, I did comedy during COVID, right? But like, there was no shows where there was like, you know, 90 fucking people packed right. in the bar. Like, it was all just like park shows and fucking. Yeah. But like, I, I loved, like, I had like, bro, I had the time of my life that night. Like, that was so much fun. She seems funny. She was like, I was, I was bummed, bro. I'm fucking a little butthurt towards her that she had to take away my moment. She wasn't a comic though. Cause she sounded no, like... she was literally just a fucking like a homeless lady that just happened to be in the bar. I swear. Like, it was fucking wow. crazy. Like I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll show you the video yeah, like yeah. later, but it was fucking, it was crazy. But most of the time, like hecklers, like it's just like, it's just quick. Oh, I had my show. Did you ever do, you did my show, right? Yeah. Yeah. The so, fucking brunch show, dude. The brunch show. Yeah. So I, we did have somebody in there one time that was another person that was, uh, 
tweaked out of their mind. And they were in the back, like yelling and stuff like that. And that was a show. We did switch it to the afternoon, but it was during, it was in the morning, it was a brunch time for a while. So it was like during the day, the vibe was it, a night show versus a day show is way different. Like the vibe, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. And then there was a crackhead in there. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, dude, it's too early for smoking crack. All, you know, and then it just in there, he was just yelling stuff. And it's a really intimate place. It's pretty you small. You have to buy tickets for your show. How'd I don't know guy how he got in. He snuck in. <laughs> the, the, the door guy was like, fuck it. I'm not trying to get stuck with a needle. Yeah, seriously, dude. I'll fucking hook it up with some crack and you can get a back, back row seat. And uh, yeah, he was just yelling at us. And again, that was when I was new too. And I didn't really know what the fuck to do. <laughs> and, oh, oh, and Craig Kona was the headliner on that. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, don't smoke crack, I guess, unless you want to, unless you're trying to get high <laughs> and you have crack and smoke I, it. I can't imagine that high is fun, bro. Like it's just a crack high. It's literally called crack. Like it just doesn't sound it probably just feels like really strong Coke. I don't do hard drugs or nothing. I used to do. I've done hard drugs. Really? Yeah, dude. What can I say? Bro? Oh, kind of a badass. What can I fucking say, dude? I fucking drink water and don't smoke weed, but I've <laughs> I'll do, I'll I'll do, do crack. crack. Bro, have you seen, did you see that tweet that went viral like a couple weeks ago? Someone was like, like my friends be like, uh, like yeah, I don't like I only do coke. I don't do any of the hard stuff. Someone's like, yo, that is the hard. That stuff. is the hard. What are you talking <laughs> are you about, talking dude? About? <laughs> That's great. Was it? A, it was a real thing. Yeah, it was a tweet. It was, just, it was just fucking so funny. He's like, yo, my friend. It's like yeah, I only do coke. I don't do any of that hard stuff. It's like, bro, that is the hard. It is stuff. literally what that is. That's almost the harder stuff. There was a. Do you know Julia Machen? No. She's a female comic out in L.A. And, uh, oh, shit. Who's the guy? I'm really bad with names. I might know her. Yeah, she's a... Pre- not a name Pretty guy. cute. Pretty cute. But, uh, and and funny. I have to throw that in when you talk about female comic, huh? Uh, no, no, no. She's funny. She, she's not going to hear this. She's not that funny. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Only uh, funny people listen to this? <laughs> she won't hear this. She's not, you know. Yeah, you know, she's not good enough to listen. Uh, no, but she she's super cool. And she had me on her show... It was uh, mixing up with another backyard show, but they had like the, the dude that she ran it with had this fucking huge backyard. And like, I guess they used to run events there, whoever owned it before. So there's literally like a fucking stage in this backyard. And like the way the hill is slanted, it's like an amphitheater in their backyard. Sure. So they started running comedy shows there. Yeah. And so I did like the first one that they did with then Billy Bunnell, like, like headlined it. And he's fucking hilarious. Mm. And uh, some guy, there was this kid. This guy, he runs, he has a podcast too, but his name is Armand Zaidi. Okay. Uh, and he fucking, he's boys with like your homie, uh, the guy that someone, something loves bread. Oh, Ahmed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ahmed. Like, yeah. I Ahmed guess they're friends bread. or whatever. I guess mm-hmm. All the, all the Indian comics always hang out, bro. Like, he's not Indian, but I know what you mean. Oh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the, the Pakistani. He looks so. Indian, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> his name's Ahmed, bro. He's not white. Like they all, hang, they all hang out. <laughs> he's Asian, dude. He's totally he's Chinese. Asian. His name's Ahmed, dude. He's ta- <laughs> Taiwanese, dude. Sure. Dude, he's totally Russian. <laughs> Bro, so this kid, this kid's like 17, and he's like, he's just like there, like kicking it or whatever. Like we smoked a little bit, and he's like, "Bro, like he, he like he's listened to the podcast or whatever." And so mm-hmm. like we're just talking about like whatever episode he had listened to, and like the show starts, and there we hear like this yelling outside, like over the fence, and we're like, "Okay, like whatever." And Julia's on like hosting or whatever, and uh, bro, this kid Armand. I think he was like 17. Like he was still in high school. And like this, this had to be like a few years ago. And he goes and he like lets the crackhead into the show. 
Like he, he's like, yeah, like come on in, Ooh, bro. Let's the like, to, like if he hadn't opened that door, she would have this crackhead would have never came in. He opens the door, lets her in. Crackheads ruins, don't have opposable thumbs. Yeah. Well, it was one of those like one way fence. Like someone had to let you in. Uh-huh. Uh, otherwise, you'd have to like go through the house. Right. It's so, like he lets her in, and this crackhead was like insane. And I remember her name was Denise. Because I swear she started like like ruined the whole show like ruined the whole show because like no one was able to like like really get her out now because you have to get her up a hill so you can't really like escort this crackhead out like it, yeah. it was fucking weird and like she starts like opening up she has a bag dude she starts taking stuff out of her bag she's like a, like a, a jar of weed like like golf balls she's just like tossing balls into the crowd like ping pong balls mm-hmm. and like Julia the whole time is just like standing up there and she's like newer into comedy at this point too no idea what the fuck to say she's literally just like standing there going like uh like oh he's um. disrupting the show the bro like everybody's paying attention she's literally like throwing like ping pong balls this crackhead and mm-hmm. she's like my name's Denise not the not with the knees like she's fucking weird bro like just a crackhead and I remember I had already gone up too so like like I've like this is fucking awesome to me because I don't have to follow nothing. I, like, I can I fucking went. play ping pong with this crap. Yeah, I already went up. It was fucking. And she's oh the, the the thing that was crazy. She tried to like pass around like her crack pipe, like like nice. she was just like seeing if anybody wanted to like hit some crack. Yeah, you know, she's sharing. It was fucking crazy, bro. I was Did like, anybody partake? Fuck no, nobody. Like it was it was the it was fucking hilarious. Though. That'd be so funny at a party. Bring crack pipe and see who's Let's down. See. You guys, yeah, you can smoke some weed. That's chill. That's chill. But check what I got, fuckers. A fucking hot bowl of fucking glass. <laughs> that was like one of the first shows I'd ever done in like North Hollywood. Uh-huh. And so I was like, man, like this place gets down. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was in like Silver Lake or Silverwood. Silver Lake. It was a backyard show? It was a backyard show in Silver Lake. Wait, I might know what you're talking about when you talk about the amphitheater thing. Wait, yeah. Was it, it was were there trees in trees. the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally like a tree backyard. It was called a... Uh, Dude, fuck. I think I saw Tim Dillon there right before he blew up. Really? I th- if it's the same place, middle of nowhere, like not nice house. Yeah, it's a decent house, like in Silver Lake. And yeah, like you have to go up this massive hill. I think that's crazy because okay, okay yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been there, and I remember I saw it was it was a good show, you know, like newer ish comics, whatever. And then I and then this guy came up, random guy, didn't know who he was. So fucking funny, dude. Really? Murdering. And I remember yeah. my bro- I was with my brother and he went, he like walked away for a second. I texted him, I was like, you gotta get back here right now, watch this. And it ended up being Tim Dillon. It was like two weeks later he was on Joe Rogan. Really? But it was like he was no one. And I remember I saw him on Joe Rogan, I was like, What? Yeah, dude. That was it was yeah. It's cool to see like a comic that's like, Oh, they they got it. They've been doing this for a while. They know yeah. what the fuck they're doing. It's like, oh, obviously they're the next guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Dude, it was fucking uh, that fucking Tim Dillon's crazy because he like did he was supposed to do Gallagher's the show that I was telling you the arm arm wrestling crackhead mm-hmm. and like it just like it fell through but like for some reason he like got my contact info and this fool like I was going through like a rut bro and I'm doing this show in fucking Van Nuys and so yeah. from Orange County to Van Nuys bro it was like two and a half hours it was mm-hmm. fucking crazy I'm broke as shit like I'm fucking like going through some crazy shit and like like this dude hits me up like out of nowhere. I'm literally outside and like when he hit me up, I swear to God, a rat like ran by my feet. So I was like, it was like it like simplified, simplified. I was like, man, I should just kill myself. I was like, this yeah, fucking, totally. it was good, totally, bro. I feel you. And like he hits me up and he's like, fucking call me. And so I fucking call this dude and he's like, oh, do I have like these gigs? Like, do you have a car? And I was like, yeah. I have is a Tim car. Dillon? Tim Dillon, yeah. He's like, do you have a car? And I was like, yeah, I have a car. And he's like, hey man, like can you drive me to these gigs like in San Diego? Like you can open for me and I'll give you money. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like I'm fucking, no, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I was awesome. like, fuck yeah, dude. And this is like, yeah, this is like before, like right before. How did he know of you? 
I, he got my contact info from, from someone, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he never followed me, and like we, we messaged on Instagram. It was fucking weird, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, but I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And uh, <clears throat> never happened because, well, I'm sure it wasn't because of this, but like he just had like his producer fucking take him and open for him again. And uh, but like later that night, that same night, I did the show. I met I met, met a couple of people that I'm like super close with now. Like like because the show was garbage but there was like two really good comics on there and me and we fucking did great and then everybody else like ate shit in a packed room and so like me and those two dudes like just hung out outside and like now i'm fucking like super close with them like it's weird how shit works and uh i'm texting like texting with tim the whole thing the whole conversation ends and then like a couple hours later like one in the morning dude, i'm like baked out of my mind like just like watching tv nice. this fool text me out of nowhere and he's like what kind of name is Galen anyway? Like an elf name or something? And so I, I fucking sat there and I was like, how do I respond to this? Like, do I just be like, oh, haha, like good one? Or do I just like try to flame him back? Cause I'm like, yo, this kind of like a big, big name dude. You mm-hmm. know, like, do I just like flame him back? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. And so I hit him back with something like weak as shit, bro. And I was like, oh, like at least my mom, you know, tried to try. Your mom just turned to like page two in the baby book. Yeah, that's good. And within like literally, I swear to God, it was 15 seconds later. Like, like I hadn't even like exited the chat yet. Like I was just like rereading it to make sure I didn't fuck up. And he was like, I was named after the man who raped her. <laughs> it was her way of owning it. And I was like, God damn, dude. Like this dude means business. And so I was like, now, like, what do I do? And so I responded with, uh, I said, that's crazy that all three dudes were named Tim. <laughs> That's great. And he didn't reply. And I never did the gigs. And I ran into him at the comedy store and because he was supposed to, to do my podcast too. Like oh, we were just, yeah, we were all talking and it just never happened. And uh and we talked to the comedy store and like I brought it up and he was like, Oh dude, that was fucking hilarious. And I was like, Oh thank God. Like I thought I fucking like like he just doesn't give a fuck. He just was too Yeah, busy. Was he big repu- at that time? Big enough. Like he was he already had like a like a fifteen yeah. minute on Netflix and shit. Like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And uh the gigs never happened. I remember I the last time I texted him, I was like, "Hey man, like you and like this is back in Cali." I was like, "Hey man, like you in town like this weekend?" And he was like, uh, "And I was like, are you free to do the podcast?" And he was like, "Sorry, bud, I'm in like Cincinnati or something." I was like, "And eh, I'm not gonna text you anymore." I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like eh. he called me bud." I was like, yeah, "All right, it's, yeah, was, it's over." I was yeah, like, "We're not, yeah, I was like, yeah, we're not friends." It wasn't, it wasn't that. I was just like, "Eh, he doesn't want to do my like." It was just something where he like, I don't know, maybe I posted a bad clip or something, right? And it was just like, but that shit was. And then now he's like huge, bro. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. When you saw him at the comedy store and you went up to him and was like, was this, was that chill? Did he, did he know who you were? Like, had he seen you? It was, before? yeah. Once we, once we, we ran into each other like outside of the patio and I was like, oh, yo, I'm fucking gay. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we like fucking talked about it. But it was right. like, it was very quick. It was like maybe a minute conversation. And I brought it up right away because I was like, I don't, I didn't mean to like, like, he was like, oh, no, dude, that was funny. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And that was like the last time we ever talked. How long ago was this? A couple years ago. Yeah. This is like right before he fucking like literally like right before he did that fucking thing because he was uh he was headlining, uh oh no that's how we got in contact he was headlining, uh my buddy's show at the at the Irvine Improv yeah no at the Brea Improv he's headlining my buddy's show at the Brea Improv and he needed a ride to the comedy store and so my buddy gave him my number, and oh, the, for the ride for the ride but I was I was busy. And so then he just hit me up for more rides in the future. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, bro. It was so like, he, he literally for like his, all your stories, like take a turn. I was like, yeah, he was, he was a nice guy. He wanted to open for me, but he just wanted to use me for rides. That's all he wanted. He couldn't, he couldn't give a fuck if I was funny or not. Probably had no idea. Probably yeah, never watched right, a clip, yeah. but never saw us 
Probably never saw a second of my stand-up. Just like saw my page and was like, oh, he's like, he does yeah. it, does it, you know? Does when, you, it, when you're on a show with like big people, do you get anxious? Like nervous? Like more nervous than normal? Nah. Really? Dude, nah. I get pretty nervous, bro. Why? Because I want to impress them, dude. But then you realize that they don't even watch you. Yeah, really. They don't. Yeah. Wait, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, Just over three years. Yeah. Baby. I'm a fucking baby, bro. Yeah, same. I'm like, well, no. Maybe I'm like two and a half, maybe three. But yeah, I don't know. I, I did a show. I did a show that Adam Ray was on and I I'm friends with his, I'm friends with Rick Glassman. Who's a comic. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and I saw that Adam Ray was at the Roma room and I, he was like, the poster was up. And I, so I text Rick, I was like, could I get on the show? Do you think it'd be cool if you hit up Adam on my behalf? And then he texted me, he texted Adam, hit Adam up and Adam, he texted me, Rick texted me back and was like, yeah, Adam said he could do five minutes. I was, like, I, was, I was awesome. And I was like really anxious, really fucking nervous. Went there, Adam, the, literally the nicest person I've ever yeah. met, dude. Yeah. Have you met him before? He's cool. Dude, dude, when I first met him, he like gave me a hug. He's like, what's up, bro? You know, like <laughs> I said, oh shit, dude, you made me cry, dude. And, uh, yeah, went up and then I was, I was anxious cause I was like, oh, he's letting me be on a show. I want to do good. And right, then went up right. and then. I don't think he watched me and not that he needs to watch me. It's just like, he's, it's his, he's not fucking, he doesn't give a fuck. Right. You know, like he's headlining it. Like he's yeah. got to worry about so much other shit. Yeah. He doesn't care. How'd you do though? They're fine. Yeah. That was fun. That's, I don't know. I don't really get, I don't really like, like, it's not like it's going to like make or break your careers. Like, like it's just like, like they're not watching or like whatever, but like it's, um, I feel like I know enough people that are like big to where I'm like, they're just another fucking person, bro. Like, it's not like, right. and it's also like, I don't really, like I do stand up for like myself really. Cause it's like, I just want to make yeah. people laugh. I want to have a good time. Like it's fun to be up there. And so it's kind of like, like, I think I don't really get nervous for like, I'd rather perform for like 400 people at the improv than like, I get more nervous performing for th- like a three person show. I'm the opposite. Bro, I'd fucking I'd rather do the big crowds than the small crowds. I get more nervous like the small ones. See why is that? I really have no idea. Like I'm fucking. I, okay. Oh, I'm supposed to. I was supposed to plug this earlier. Whoops. Uh, uh, Thursday. Oh, this won't even be out, so it doesn't even fucking matter. When is it coming out? Friday. Uh, but like, I guess Fresno on Saturday. If you want to come see me headline in Fresno on ten twenty three, tickets at eventbrite.com. Uh, but on. Thursday, this Thursday, I'm on, I fly back on Wednesday, but I'm headlining in Orange County nice. on the show. There's only like 20 tickets left. Where at? Uh, Costa Mesa in Orange County at a place called La Cave. Nice. It's, it's going to be fucking lit, bro. Litty. But like, like a lot of people, so like my buddy, like a lot of my buddies are like, oh dude, like all my friends are coming, like mm. all the stuff. And so like, there's a lot of people that I know, like my grandma's, get, my grandma's coming, my, who's, she's seen me before, but like my stepdad, my, he who adopted me, like he's come in, like with his new wife, like all this shit. So like, I'm, I'm literally more nervous for that show that, yes. than I am for like anything else. Cause it's like, bro, like if I eat shit in front of my fucking grandma, you know, or like if I eat shit in front of like, not yes. that I'm worried about eating shit, but it's, there's always that possibility. And so for I'm sure, like, yeah. fuck dude. Like if I eat dick for like 40 minutes in front of my fucking family, bro. Or yeah. like my friends who like brought their friends. Like, Oh, this guy's fucking hilarious. And I fucking eat shit. I'm like, fuck. Dude, You're going to be seeing rats crawl across your feet. Yeah. More symbolism. You're like fucking, but seriously, bro, like, like that's the type of shit that I get worried about. No, I, that, I'm, that makes sense. If people, you know, it's weird. Cause like the pe- if you're doing comedy in front of people, you know, it's easier. Cause they're like, whatever fans of you. Yeah. 
but you get more nervous. I don't, I don't, why is that? Like, I don't I'm know, still, but I'm I still gonna have fun. But it's like still I'm, gonna have fun, yeah. And they're there to see you. They're like rooting. For, they're rooting for you. Yeah, but the anxiety is like always there, even when you're on stage. No, the second like they call my name, like it all goes away. But I I do know that I'm gonna have a few drinks before I get up there, just to, like right. loosen the fuck up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm the opposite when it comes to like I like as I'm more comfortable in front of a smaller crowd. Really? I need, but I haven't had a lot of experience in front of big crowds. Oh. I think that's what it is. Oh, okay. You know, dude, doing... like the uh, the improv, like so, like I would go up at the Irvine Improv like a lot, and mm-hmm. so like on a sold out night, that's like 450 people. Let's say 50 percent of the people hate you, and 50 percent of the people fucking love you. You're still doing fine. That's still 225 people laughing at your shit, right. bro. You can't tell the fucking difference. And so, like, you could tell the difference when the whole crowd loves you, obviously, but, like, you know, there's still 200 people laughing at your shit. Like, what's it, 25%? That's still 120 people laughing at your right. shit. You're still doing fine. Like, That's a good point. You're yeah. fine. But, like, if you're in front of five people and half of them hate you, you're right there. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's also now people, if people can notice that they're not laughing, they start, like, oh, is this actually funny? They start questioning themselves. Mm-hmm. The people that aren't laughing aren't the ones questioning themselves. They're the ones that's like, fuck this. This isn't funny. Yeah. People that are laughing are like, okay, well, why aren't they laughing? I shouldn't be laughing. Like, it's like weird. But like when you're in a fucking huge room and they're fucking like dying, it's like yeah, cakewalk. And also when you're in like a comedy club environment where there is most, or when you're in a place where there are like hundreds of people, show they're, they're there to laugh. Yeah, they paid money to fucking be at a comedy yeah, club. Yeah, if you're at a bar, it's like, I don't really have to fucking laugh. Yeah, make know? me laugh, bitch. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. It's very different. But uh, it's also weird because like I like I did this show and like my buddy who's always supported me like I fucking love this dude I'm not gonna say his name because this story sucks for him. Uh, You're a great friend. But yeah, but he uh, he got me introduced to the producer of Comedy Juice and he was like, hey man, like I like your work ethic, whatever. I think you'd do good on the show. Like like let me connect you to this guy. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And so the guy ended up putting me on the show at the Irvine Improv. And then I became friends with him, got to do more shows at the Irvine Improv, which is dope. And then so I was like, okay, cool. Now I owe, you know, I owe this guy one, you know what I mean? Like the guy that got me connected with the dude. So the next time I did a show at the Irvine Improv, uh, the headliner, who's like also, it, it's a, it's a, doesn't matter. Uh, but like he was like, hey, do you have like a buddy that like, you know, could maybe bring out a few people and mm-hmm. also do like a seven minute spot? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, fuck it. I know just the guy. So I bring, I hit up this guy and he's like, fuck yeah, dude. And he does the spot, bro. He ate like it was like, the worst I've ever seen anybody bomb. It was like he just maybe he just didn't do enough mics before. Like, he didn't prepare. He was mm-hmm. nervous. Like his shit just wasn't landing. But like he would like laugh at his own shit, stumble over his own words, and like it was literally it was fucking sold out, bro. There was like five hundred people there, and like literally not one laugh his entire set. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking like he literally was never the same after. Like and he doesn't do comedy anymore. Like it literally like ruined him. Ooh, like it was fucking man. gnarly, bro. And like I remember like and it's one of those where like some of my friends are there and they'll bring it up randomly too. They'll be like, oh, whatever happened to that? Dude, they like sucked. And they're like, I'm like, fuck, bro. Like that dude, he's years ago. And Ooh, I was like, fuck, man. bro. Like, and I remember I'll never forget his face, like coming off the stage. Cause I was like, I had to go up after him. Never forget his face, bro. Like, I like I don't I would have killed myself. Yeah, he's, he's hanging from a bridge somewhere. Bro. That's dark. Bro. And but I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, and then I had a great set. I used that set still. It was like two years ago. I still use that set like in my EPK, like as a tape. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you know what's crazy is stuff like that. If that if he kept doing comedy, he'd probably get really good. Because it's like, you've seen the dark. Duh. You've where, seen where, the There's worst. no lower. There's no lower. Yeah, dude. Like, if you're shopping for guns and ammunition online, that's that you you bombed. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, I, it's just like, and that's, that's always like crept in my mind. And I was like, it's like you said, like watching Joel 
like do that at mm -hmm. the show. You yeah. learned from that. Yeah. It's better that you learned from watching it than you learned from the one being the one eating the fucking shit. Because he, I'm sure he learned from eating the dick in front yeah. of the fucking. I mean, thing. I've eaten shit plenty of times. Right, right, right. But not in, not at the Revenge Improv in front of 400 people. Oh, I see what you're you saying. What I'm saying like, yeah. like I would rather learn the lesson that he learned by watching it happen from right behind the curtain than being the dude on the fucking stage because I wanted to kill myself on his behalf. Like it was, it you was, go out there and you're like, all right, guys, I'm gonna drink cyanide. <laughs> For my opener and closer. <laughs> Later. And I think, dude, I I think my set like went way better than it should have just because people were like, yeah, anybody sure, else. Right, yeah. New guy. And yeah, gosh, right. You know, yeah. Like, Fuck, bro. Right. And they don't know that we're friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's crazy that the, the things that are like the most impactful or the, the fucking scariest or the worst help out like Fuck, for good or bad. Like they or if they are good or bad, they help out. Like uh, George Carlin, he fucking said that like he's like I would like he he's like I learned more from bombing on a show than I did from killing because killing on a show is like jerking off. It's like whatever you know, like it feels good, yeah. doesn't really accomplish anything. Yeah, and he's like, but like when you eat shit on a show, that's where you really learn. That's where you really like look back and reflect on your yeah. own shit. And like it's fucking true. Like Louis talks about that too. Yeah, yeah, it's where funny. it's like, yeah, eating or bombing is like eating a chocolate cake or something like that. It's just <laughs> nice. It's fine. Or doing well is that, and then it's yeah, fine, yeah. And, and then yeah, from the bomb you just because it's when you like psychoanalyze yourself yeah. so much, like yeah. what the fuck did I do? Or you can tell like if you've been slacking for a few days mm -hmm. on like writing or doing mics or whatever, and then you go out there and you don't you don't feel as comfortable. You bomb. You see other people crush, and you're like, I gotta get back on the grind. And that drive yeah. home is like, where can I find guns and ammunition? <laughs> You know, but I remember one time I was with, um, um, Michael Blaustein. He let me, do you know Blaustein? Yeah. He, he does he, Trevor's podcast. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he let me like do a guest spot at the Madhouse comedy club for him. And we were, we were going to do a week in there and I was again, very new and like how new at this point, dude, maybe not even a year. Like not even a year. Okay. And I, w I was film, so I film. So like, I, if you ever need something film, let me know. But like, I hit him up. I was like, dude, I can, I can film your set. Just you know, if I can open up for you or do like five minutes or something like that. So we get there, and he's like, oh, oh you have to host too. And hosting is like kind of a different thing a lot of the times. Like it's right. especially like I've never done that before at the Madhouse. Sold What's out. What's your first time hosting? Sold out show. Sold out show. Pro I probably had had hosted at an open mic. Uh, okay. With yeah. like ten people there. Different thing. Then I get there and there's <laughs> 200, 300 people there, and it was like, luckily it went well. Luckily I was very proud of myself. But man, that was fucking scary. And we got there right as the show was starting, and he had to still find parking. And he's like. Oh yeah, to do this spot, it was like it was a weekend, so I had like four shows the whole time. Right, right. But he's like, to do these spots, you're gonna have to host two out of the four shows over the weekend, and the show's starting right now. And it's starting. Get out of the car. I had to get. I had to pull up in front of it, get out of the car, go in, start, and then he came in later after he parked. But dude, I remember just like running in. I was like, how do you do this? And then someone ended up. I was hosting the whole time, and someone ended up closing out the hosting because there were certain things you had to say about the club, like oh, right, we right, have right. drinks and we have food. And I didn't know like the script or whatever, um, so I saw him do that. And yeah, dude, that was, bro. But that was one of the things where it was like, oh, you got it. It's fucking go time yeah. now. Yeah, especially. I mean, it's the host. You're like, you're literally. Uh, I hosted for. I learned like it's crazy because you're always learning. Like it's like that's what, like three years in. Like it's like I'm still a fucking baby, bro. Like I, I don't know. Like I could go up there and like kill for a set, and then like still 
not know shit. You know what I mean? Like people, yeah. be, people watching it be like, damn, like this guy's really got it together. And it's like, we won't have it together for another like 10 years. Like people have no idea, like regular people. And uh, I, I hosted for the weekend out in Fort Worth for the dope city guys, Tim, Matt, and CJ was featuring. And uh, like, it's, I like, I had like the, it was weird. Cause it was like reverse. Like the first show I fucking like, we all destroyed like the first, like first show I literally said, it was the, this is the early show on a fucking Saturday or a or, or Friday or it was like a Thursday Friday. I don't remember what the days were, but it was one of those where like the first show should not have been as good. Uh, and I, the first thing out of my mouth is, "Yeah, my name's Galen." Killed, like literally, just like, by saying a, that. like applause break, like laugh. And I was mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck?" And I remember looking at the back and seeing them, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, we yeah. this this show's gonna be fire." Right. And it was the best show of the whole weekend. Then the next show, like it was the late show on like. Saturday, yeah, it was two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. This late show on Saturday was supposed to, that's the best spot. Like, it was the best one. Fucking, we had to work hard, bro. Like, I had to work super hard. And, like, I like I didn't, like, like bomb, bomb. But, like, it was not fun. Like, it was not good. I had to fucking, like, grind yeah. my teeth on that. And, like, Matt took me aside after and started, like, because he used to host, like, the improvs, like, like weekly hosts. And so he starts telling me, he's like, dude, like, you did your job. Like, your job's not supposed to go up there and fucking kill. You, you were know, hosting? Like, yeah. And he's like, your job's not supposed to go up there and fucking kill. You're not, you know, you're if you get some laughs, that's good. But, like, your job is like, the host is basically to eat that shit for us so that we could do good. And then you work your way up. And then fucking... Uh, he's like, but you did like, you did your job perfectly. Like you might not feel like you fucking did a great job, but you literally did the best that a host can do because what you did is you turned a random group of people into an audience. And he's like, that's your fucking job as the host. You turn a random group of people into a fucking audience. And whether you, you kill like you did on the first show or you don't like you did on this show, either way you did your job. And I was like, fuck dude. Like that's such a fire way to look at it because I was like, fuck dude. Like after that second show, I was like, man, I fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Like, like, and I was like, man. And like, then hearing that from him, I was like, damn. All right, cool. Fuck yeah. Like I did, you know, like you say, yeah, you kind of want to take f- care of the audience and make them feel comfortable. And like, that's like the main thing. Like you don't, if you're kind of comfortable up there and it's like, Hey, how you doing? Like, even if you're not really that funny and you're just like, hope you guys have a good night. Like that whole thing. Turn just, them into a crowd. Turn them into a crowd, baby. Yep. I just realized there's a sex bed right here, right next to us. No, it's just a deflated air mattress. With Is a, it an air mattress? Yeah. With a memory foam on top of it. Uh, fucking, uh, yeah, but it's crazy. I think that the, uh, I don't like giving advice to people. I hate fucking hate that. Cause I hate when people like try to give advice to me. Hmm. Like, like, well, no, like when it's fucking like that, like I loved that, like that fucking helped me out tremendously. Or like when like older comics, like give you advice. I think it depends on who it's coming from. Yeah. You have a dude that's like been in it for like as long as like the same amount of time, try to like mm-hmm. give you advice. And that's like pointless. I'm like, dude, fuck off. Like, what do you, do you think you're better than me? Like, the, like, not like I'm like that, but it's just like. It's not that I'm like that. It's just like, why do you think that you're like that? You right. know what I mean? Like, uh, I was hosting this weekend in Stockton at this fucking brand new comedy. It was a record. This last weekend? No, no, no. Oh, This was weekend. like, uh, yeah. this was January. This is right before the band. This is January of 2020. Uh, it was actually the 31st, two shows on the 31st, two shows on the 1st. So I fucking celebrated New Year's in the fucking La Quinta Inn in Stockton, California, bro. Yeah, rage. <laughs> Comic Talking life, about crackheads, huh? yeah. And uh, it, the whole story is crazy, but like basically... Like it was the worst, the worst shows ever. Like the crowds, like they had never been to a show before because it's stocked in. Like it's fucking, and it was there was one show that was good out of the four. And it was terrible, but somehow they landed headliner Kabir Singh, who like was just he just made the quarterfinals at AGT before he got eliminated. He's fucking hilarious. He has like mm. some he has specials out. He's fucking 
really funny. Yeah. And so it was really, it was a good learning lesson, especially for the first night to watch him go up there and like eat shit. Yeah. And like see how he handled eating shit for like an hour. Oh, he was eating shit. You've got yeah, to see Yeah, because the crowds learn. were so bad. Yeah. But I got to see this like actual headliner dude who's been doing it for like, you know, 15 years. Yeah. Eat shit. Yeah. For, like, which is way more valuable to me than to watch him like kill. Like it for was like, sure. Like, yeah, like in front point. of a packed house just to see how he handled it. What did he do? How did he handle it? Bro, he literally just like powered through, started like kind of barrel through it a little bit. Play with the crowd too, to like get yeah. people to start paying attention more, and then he'd go into like a killer bit, yeah, and like just to like bring him in, and yeah. then like they'd lose him just because it stalked him, but just to see like how you could see how it would work if like it was like a kind of, like, a better crowd, and yeah. then the second the second two second shows were better, but his feature guy, this dude, I'm not gonna say his name, uh, comes up to me after like the first host set. And he starts fucking like trying to give me advice, and I was like, man, like whatever, like. And this is so. This is after his set, and he went up there and ate shit, like, like. So I watched him eat shit. Mm -hmm. I had to go up there and like take him off stage and bring up Kabir. Mm -hmm. This dude eat shit, and I'm like, and then he comes over to me he like, comes over, he's like, hey man, don't wear red shirts. Yeah, you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Or he's like, dude, when you're hosting, you gotta do like blah blah blah, or like when you like, dude, on stage your confidence is so blow. And I'm like, dude. And so I remember, I literally, the second, so after the second show that night, he came up and tried to tell me more shit. Uh -huh. And I was like, nah, this isn't, I'm not going to do this for four shows. You say that too? No. And so what I said was, I was like, how long have you been doing comedy? And he was like, oh, like four years. And I was like, cool. And then I walked away. And he didn't talk to me the rest of the time. So I was like, dude, fuck you. Like, you're yeah. four years in. He, to, like, do you think he was trying to do it to be, to be a dick or condescending? Um, he probably was doing it to like you know how like like he knows that he just ate shit, so he wanted to like make himself feel better by right. like looking down. Ooh, that's an ego thing. Yeah, for sure. It yeah. was like you think that that guy wanted to genuinely help me. Yeah. No. No, he like, didn't. No, it was just one of those where like the dude wanted to make himself feel better and like deflect the yeah. fact that he just ate shit in front of you know whatever. Yeah. But I was just like, bro, like don't fucking. And so like, but like when like Matt and like the way it's also the way that people like try to give you advice. Like that mm -hmm. dude like came after me type of thing. He's like, bro, like how, what, like when you did this, that was fucking, don't do that. Dude, I'm like, dude, what are you fucking, who are you? Like, what are you fucking right. talking about? But the way Matt like came up was like, dude, you did good. And then he, like, here's what you could do. Uh, or here's how I feel like you could improve. Sure. I was like, fuck dude, that's like, that's the way like, he's not, he wasn't attacking me. He wasn't yeah. fucking, you know, it's weird. Like just trying to like give people advice. But like the only advice that I've ever given to anyone ever is like just on like a confidence level is to like fuck these people in the face. Literally, like so every before every set, I tell like myself, I tell them, I tell myself, fuck them in the face, just fuck them in the face. Because like in the wait, beginning, wait, what? it makes sense. When, like like basically, like like when you're up there on stage, you want to fuck them in the face because it's like you're not asking them what's funny, you're fucking telling them what's funny. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the second you start asking, like you know, like people like have like questions, like like in their delivery, like you, they sound scared or like they're nervous or like they're not sure if it's gonna hit, like they're kind of asking them yeah. like, to laugh. It's not gonna fucking work. The second you start fucking them in the face and you just like you step into what you're saying, like even if it's not even that funny, you'll see shit that's not that funny hit just because the people are like, oh, that's funny. Like you're telling them it's fucking funny. So every time I go up on like before I go on stage just fuck him in the face fuck him in the face oh, i'll give it for galen ash and i go up there just you fuck him raw in the face just try to condom or no condom <laughs> in the face i gotta get tested bro you know me <laughs> i gotta get tested <laughs> i know you yeah you have a fucking <laughs> sex mattress right next to me um yeah no i saw that with at when i did adam's show he 
it wasn't bombing by any means, but when there was something, there was a heckler there and when there was things that like threw him off just to see how he handled it, he would be like kind of lean into the crowd a little bit. Say for example, he has a football bit. He's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you guys like football or like, Oh, what's your team? Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. I like football. And it's sixth grade. I played football. And then like go, go into his bit. Yeah. And just to see that fucking masterful work, dude. Yeah. And then also when something's going on, that's not working. And for him to just sit in it, you've been to Romo room, right? Yeah. You know, on the wall, there's like the elk head. Whatever, there's like an elk head on the wall. Sure. And he's looking at, he just like, I don't know why, I think someone disrupted him, kind of threw off his flow, and then he like looks up at the elk head, and he's like trying to make jokes about it, and he's not, he'll like talk every like 10 seconds. He's like sitting there, make a joke, lands or doesn't land, make a joke, and he just kind of like interrupted the flow, and to see him not care, and to see how he gets back in the flow was like, Fuck, dude. Yeah. As a magician. A magician. That, it, was, it was great. And I think like when you're when you're like a newer comic, you can kind of see the matrix of it a little bit. You uh-huh. see the glimpses of it and you're like, fuck, I can see it, but I can't do it. You know, I'm learning yeah. how to do the sleight of hand right now. You know, like we're, we're figuring it out, but you right. can kind of see where you're trying to get to. It's really, it was, yeah, that yeah. stuff, that stuff is cool. That dude's a fucking pro, bro. So good, dude. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it yeah, it is kind of funny because like, uh, like I'll watch like an old like like an old clip of mine, yeah, and I'll be like like a crowd work clip, and I'll just be like, fuck, that's me, you know what I mean? Like especially after like that eight month break from like COVID or whatever, like we weren't even doing shows or like whatever, and so like I was like, fuck, like I felt like I was like losing my identity, bro. Like my my writing started going to shit. And you like, said before or after? Like the during break. during COVID, like uh, my writing, like my writing started saying, going yeah. to shit, like. And we started doing like the park mics. I would just eat shit. Like mm-hmm. everybody would just eat shit. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? And then I had Mark Norman on the podcast, bro. And so I asked this, him, your podcast. Yeah, this podcast, nice. episode fifty five. Nice. And I asked him about it. I was like, man, like, how's your writing going right now? Like, I had a mid mid pandemic, and like he was like, dude, honestly, my fucking like my writing right now fucking sucks. Like I'm like mm-hmm. I'm literally, and he like he went into detail about how he's in like, and this dude like this is a veteran, dude. Like this fucking guy is one of the best. Yeah. And this dude's talking about how, like, one of the best joke writers. Like, he's not just up there, like, telling stories. Like, this mm-hmm. dude's fucking, like, joke, joke, joke. Yeah. Kind of like how I like to do joke, joke, joke. Sure, yeah. And this dude's talking about how he's in, like, a massive writing block. Like, and I was like, man. Like, just hearing him say that made me feel, like, it took a load, like, off my shoulders. And I was able to start, like, writing more again. And, like, fucking, like, he's like it doesn't. And he, he said something along the lines, like, it doesn't matter. Like, just write. Like, you know, like, even yeah. just write a story that you remember from whatever. It doesn't even have to be funny. Just, like, as long as you're, like, getting it, like, down. Like, just, yeah. like, just like have it flowing. And I was right, like, fuck, dude, it helped so much. Just Nick Swarson was talking about that. Just fucking write. He was on Rick Glassman's podcast. He was just saying, just write. Yeah, write. Even if it's just like put in your notes in your phone. It doesn't have to be like Mark Norman's like very set up punchline. Uh-huh. He's sort of like yeah. tight, whatever. But it, it doesn't have to be funny. Just write. Just keep fucking writing. Just keep cranking it out. Yeah. You ever like come up with something that sounds corny, but it's like you ever like sitting there sitting there writing, and you get an idea, and it's like, whoa, I would have never ever thought of it. Is time okay? Oh yeah, no. I was just making sure the battery was good. Oh yeah. Um, you 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 like come up with a line and you're like, whoa, that where did that come from? Bro. Do you know what I mean? Bro. It's almost like someone gave you the idea. It sounds so. You have to like look. Yeah. Sometimes like you ever like Google like a punchline, be like, that's how I haven't heard this before. Right. You know yeah. I mean? and exactly. Then, like, nothing it's like, comes whoa, up. Whoa. That I that is that even my voice? You know, it was like something yeah. else kind of made you think of that. Yeah. Maybe there's a god, but there's yeah. not. There's a. Uh, there's just a kidding. Joke. There might be a god. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not atheist, but isn't that I'm not like, atheist, but there's, there's no God. Yeah. Isn't that the worst when fucking, uh, like when people try to like label you 
And they're like, oh, do you believe in God? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, you're an atheist. I'm oh, like, so you're friends with Satan. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not an atheist. I just don't care. And they're like, oh, you're agnostic. I'm like, no, motherfucker. I just right. don't care. Right, they're like, yeah. no, agnostic means you don't care. I'm like, yeah. no, it means I don't care. Right, like, yeah. Stop fucking labeling me. Oh, dude, I used to go to church so much, so I know all about that. <laughs> dude, I grew up hella Christian and uh, not so much anymore. I used really? to go a lot, yeah. Yeah, I, we stopped going around. I was like 13 years old. And I've gone like back and forth and stuff, but... Was there like a singular event? Fucking crazy. Uh, no, my mom just stopped going. Didn't want to go anymore. Your parents divorced? My mom's been married four times. Yeah, okay, yeah that's a reason to, you know, stop believing. Stop believing in the <laughs> Lord if you can't find even love. Why is there a God? Four times. She must be hot. She's smoking. Really? <laughs> is she divorced right now? Like, what's her No, ride? she actually just got married a couple Damn. years ago. Yeah, so... What's the point of getting married if you're not supposed to cheat, you know? Maybe, maybe she'll cheat. So if you want to hit her up, go for it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, okay, here's, do you have a sister? No, nah, brother. Fuck, damn. Why? It's always, the, it's always interesting to ask, like, like, what do you think, in your opinion, is more foul? Like, if I were to, like, fuck your sister or if I were to fuck your mom? If you were to fuck my sister or my mom? I mean, I don't have a sister, but I would say. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you had a sister, like, what do you think would you be You have like, a sister? No. <laughs> um, I had a dog. Fuck your dog or your mom? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, you know, women are equivalent to dogs. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we found it. We found it. That's sick you had Mark Norman on. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. Was that here? No, it was over the phone, dude. And it was oh, fucking yeah. like, like, cause we've met a few times. And so like, it was fucking funny cause, uh, like we were like, Oh, he was like, Oh yeah, let's do it at like five or whatever day it was. So I was like, okay, dope. And so he was in like New York. And so I had that thought where I was like, Oh, does he mean New York time or LA time? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, he knows I live out here. It probably means my time. Yeah. And like, and so I was like, I was like, it was like literally like one, one forty, uh, Pacific time. Yeah. I started jerking off. Uh, boom. My phone starts ringing fucking new Orleans. Fuck yeah. And I was like, Oh shit. And so I answered the phone he was like, while hey. you were jerking off yeah and he was like hey man you ready to go and i was like he called like fucking 25 minutes early and i was like uh yeah yeah i had set everything up like per like just in case just in case but i was like oh i have like 30 minutes to jerk off even if it is at fucking two 30 minutes to jerk off i was like yeah, i have a plenty of i have plenty of time bro the okay. guy calls like 25 minutes early and i was like fuck dude like and so like i literally had like run downstairs it's like in the beginning of the podcast i'm like super out of breath and like, like, I should have brought it up with him, but afterwards, like in the, like the post podcast, I fucking was just like, I just wanted to add that like, well, I might've been a little nervous. I wasn't that nervous. I would just been like jerking off like right before. And like, 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 you didn't tell him? No. Cause we, I mean, we just like got into it. Cause he only had like a fucking 40 minute window. Uh-huh. He did the podcast like off his headphones, like, uh, like in a car, like people were like recognizing him in the street while doing my podcast. It was fucking funny. No shit. Yeah. Did it sound okay? All, 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 yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. And he was just like, yeah, comedy, shalom, or whatever he right, fucking yeah, does. Yeah, like yeah. these, just people in like fucking wherever the fuck he is. Yeah. Which is also weird because it's like, I've never been to New York. Like uh-huh. I'm going in June. Nice. And like it's like, just seems so different. You know what I mean? It's like so you're, compact. You're, like yeah. I have to pee. Can we pause? Yeah, of course. Let me pee real quick. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'm having a great time. And uh, we're going to continue. You just asked me if I have sponsors, and no, because I don't like that shit. Mm. People don't really need to know. They don't need to hear from me or you or anyone, like, where to go get their fucking tires changed. Like, anytime, like, I don't need to fucking spend time talking about that. It's just fucking, welcome back to Barely Serious, and here with Perry Ground. Like, it's fucking bam, mm-hmm. like, right into it. Yeah, I hear you. I just do it for fun, really. Yeah, it is cool to, like... Yeah, I just started my podcast. It's right now. It's just my brother and I. We will. So we used to have a podcast, and every once in a while we'd have guests on. But we'll plug the name. It's called the Brother Show, 
and we used to have a podcast. We have guests on every once in a while. We had Blaustein. We had some internet people on, some comics and stuff. Um, but we stopped doing it because we started work doing like TikTok stuff a lot, and that started working. So we we're like, just fuck, let's just crush that for a while. And then now it's been like a year that we've been working on that, and kind of have that going. So now, literally today, we just started launched the first episode of the podcast. Fuck yeah. And, uh, dude, I'm super proud of it. It's, it's, it's such a fun time. And then we'll have guests on every once in a while. We need to figure out the flow and, yeah, the workflow of it, like how to promote it, like that sort of thing. I mean, you know, podcast is yeah. like, it's like kind of a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have guests on eventually. But we, t- we basically, the whole thing is like we talk about and kind of just make fun of what's happened in the past week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That's dope. So, when we have guests on, you should definitely come on. Yeah, just let me know, bro. I'll fucking anytime. Yeah, dude. But it's a it's a cool it's a cool time. We just fucking laugh and make fun of everything this week. Demi Lovato. <laughs> dude, did you hear the thing where she's talking about how she doesn't think we shouldn't call aliens or aliens aliens because it's a derogatory term, bro? I don't. What a cr- loony tune. Why do people even listen to that chick though? She's fucking ugly. Like anytime someone's like, not that like I judge women like that. They'll be like, bro, like dude, she's so hot or like whatever. I'm like. What are you talking I mean, about, uh, dude? She's just, I mean, why do people listen to her? She's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, that's someone that has gotten too famous, and they are so out of touch with reality, and now they're talking about how we should explain aliens. It's so call weird. Them, they shouldn't call them aliens because it's offensive. It's like, dude, they don't even exist. It's like, what are you fucking mad about? <laughs> yeah, you know dude. I mean? they're not gonna what if aliens it? get here and they're all Mexican? <laughs> We're like, oh shit, we shouldn't have called them aliens. <laughs> Demi Lovato was right. I told you. <laughs> Fuck. She's hot all of a sudden. <laughs> now she's hot. She's right about the fucking Mexican aliens. Yeah. But like, dude, remember when she like overdosed on like heroin or whatever? Like Did she? Died? I don't know. Honestly, don't know much about her. I just, I just uh, found she was on Rogan's podcast and then all of a sudden well, she blew really? up. She's on Rogan's podcast. I think he kind of ripped on her a little bit like in later podcasts. Oh. But then she like started... I don't know. It came back into the zeitgeist of fame. It was like, dude, what the why fuck? didn't her fucking TV show? Wasn't it like 20 years ago? Yeah. I mean, 15 did, years did ago. Did she even have a TV? I don't even know. She was, she's a Disney channel chick. Oh really? She was on some like wizards of Waverly, Waverly place or some bullshit show that nobody ever watched. Sounds know. like you know a lot about it to not. I don't. I, that's. I don't. I think Selena Gomez is the wizards of Waverly. I don't actually know yeah. what show Demi Lovato. No, was I thought on. Demi Lovato was the singer. Yeah. But she's she was also Disney Channel. Oh, she was a Disney Channel person? She was person? a D- Disney Channel, like, kid star. Yeah. And then fucking later, they all just get into music. Dude, even Bad Baby or even, like, Dan, like the Catch Me Outside Girl, now she does music. Yeah, she's crushing it, it's too. Like, cool, bro. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Do you remember how many people wanted to fuck that chick? She, I and mean, then it came she, out, everyone was like, she's 14. Everyone was like, oh, oh damn. Oh, shit, I really want to fuck that chick. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, dude. Uh, so yeah, we just did the podcast, so that's cool. Um, I just saw when I went to pee in your toilet, I saw that you had you did have the rim, yeah, of grime <laughs> in the toilet. That like I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, man, I, should I clean this guy's toilet? <laughs> should I clean his? It toilet? is absolutely thrashed. I would appreciate it. We we will we will trade you cleaning my toilet for you <laughs> for the uh, the fucking okay the tea kettle okay. You you would rather trade that? I I mean. Like I'd rather keep the twenty dollars than have my own hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you guys don't have coffee. You don't have coffee or tea, or you have tea, but you don't. I mean, you don't yeah, it's don't. whatever they drink. I literally don't drink coffee or tea. I've never drinking coffee in my entire lifetime. Don't do it, man. It's yeah, you asked really for coffee. I was like, bro, it's like two p.m. You addict. As I was uh, holding a beer, I, I, <laughs> I know, like, right? 
Dude, I have such an addictive personality. It's fucked. It's really fucked. Dude. Hardcore. I've been to Chipotle seven times in the last week and a half. Okay. My bank emailed me. They were like, bro, is this you? I did Oxycontin for three years. <laughs> you went to Chipotle a few times this week. I had to go to rehab. <laughs> okay. And the podcast is over. <laughs> Chipotle, dude, suck my balls. <laughs> Have you ever been sweating on a toilet? Hold on. I got to take a picture of the timestamp of that because that is... <laughs> I'm putting that on my story. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? You said you were 29? I'm 29. Damn, you don't look 29. I look like a young, supple boy that could date Bad Bunny. <laughs> what? Wait, what? What was her name? Danielle Burke, Bad Bad Baby. Bad Bad Baby. What? Bad Baby. Be had baby. Uh, I t- yeah, I was trying to do a callback. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. So you're addicted to Chipotle, huh? Well, I'll be addicted to some. I'm like now. I'm starting to get into this new addiction, Firehouse Subs. But it's like you're such a pussy, <laughs> dude. Try smoking crack with me and the lady you arm wrestled. <laughs> Bro, I'd be addicted for life. That's why I can't do any of the, the hard drugs. So yeah. immediately I'd be hooked. I'm yeah. like, dude, I get addicted great. to burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I did drugs. Not yeah. a chance, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels great. But I, I mean, I'll Yeah, I'll smoke weed every once in a while and drink from time to time. But dude, if I go too hard, I'm just like, oh, I gotta drink all the time. I wanna smoke constantly. Ugh. You know? How'd you get into Oxy? Or are you um, just kidding? No, I did. Uh, did you really have to go to rehab? Uh, it was outpatient rehab. So you so, have to be at home? Uh, no, so you just go there like once or twice a week. And you like talk to, talk to a counselor and they prescribe you medicine to get off of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah, we don't want you on oxycodone, so here's some hydrocodone. Yeah, here's some suboxone or methadone. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did that, I did that for a while. <laughs> Uh, no, it just all started because I hurt my back in football, got prescribed that shit, got prescribed like Vicodin or something like that or liquid codeine and felt really good. And I kept doing it over and over again. And then after a while, your brain just slowly changes and then cut to four years later. And yeah, dude, it, it's, it was a crazy, it was, I don't know. It's one of the things where it's like, it's so misunderstood, like being addicted to shit. Oh, oh, I thought you meant fucking, I thought you were like a hydrocodone sympathizer or something. Oh, no, yeah, dude, like, fucking slam heroin in your veins, pussy. It's so fucking misunderstood. <laughs> what the fuck? No, dude? like being addicted to stuff is like really misunderstood. You know, it's like there's something that actually, there's a good book called Dreamland that talks about like how it all started and why it was so prevalent. And like I grew up in a small town, like why it was so prevalent in small towns like Oxycontin and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just crazy time. Well, because I think like a lot of people like it's like, I don't know. I feel like I've lived like four people's lifetimes just like yeah. in like my lifetime. And then you meet people like there's this lady. She's not like she's uh, she does like open mics as like a hobby out in like Orange County. Uh, I'm not going to say her name because I don't remember it. But like it's like <laughs> she's not hot. No, for definitely not hot. But she I remember I was at this open mic and she told a story and she referred to this story as 
the craziest thing she'd ever seen. And like the second anyone says it's the craziest thing they've ever seen, I'm all ears because I go through crazy shit daily. It's like there's never – I can't remember the last just normal day I've had where like there's been nothing to talk about, like where there's nothing happened at all. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, a lot of comics are also like that. You know what I mean? Like where something, like something crazy happens all the time, whether it's to them or what they see, like whatever. But like something crazy around me or to me happens every fucking day. And so I was like, oh, what's the – like she said, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. And she told a story about how she was like in a cafeteria and some guy like laughed so hard that like milk came out of her nose. And then she reiterated at the end that it was like the craziest thing she's ever seen. And I was like, bro, I've seen people fucking die. Like, like I've seen like the craziest shit ever. And to her, that's the craziest thing she's ever seen. Like to where she had to re-say that it's the craziest thing she's ever seen. I was like, some people, like, I feel like I've lived like four or five lifetimes, just like, like with everything that I've gone through and like everything that I've seen. And like, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? And like the fact that that's her crazy story. I was like, this chick hasn't even fucking lived at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you ever see that or feel that you're like, fuck these people. Like some people just don't live. Like they live and die without living. I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean where you feel like you've lived a bunch of lifetimes. Yeah. Like I didn't, I don't party so much now cause I partied so much in high school, like doing Oxycontin and opiates all the time. Yeah. Like hardcore shit. When I was like 13 <laughs> fucking rage on. And uh, yeah, I just got it out of my system a lot when I was young. And <clears throat> when I say it's misunderstood, I mean like, it came about like I'm talking about opiates in general. Like there's a whole opiate epidemic right now, but my literally my class and the year above me were caught in the fucking middle of it. Like literally. And right when they stopped there, it got so out of hand. Like when they were prescribing opiates to people like Oxycontin and Vicodin and whatever. And then, um, doctors started, there was things called pill mills where it was like doctors. They were like, Oh, we can make, tons of money on this by writing prescriptions. We can get tons of business. So we're just going to do this all the time. It's helping people, quote unquote, helping people. They're they're coming back because it's working, you know, stuff like that. And knowing or not knowing or knowing that they were fucking people up. And now there's, there's so much stuff out. There's a new movie called dope sick. That's talking about this. Um, but now we look back and realize like how much that was really bad. So the point is my, my grade grade above me was so was caught in the, it was like the eye of the storm of mm-hmm. the, all the stuff happening with opiates and it being so available. And then they stopped providing them as much, but you have all these people that are addicted to opiates. So what do they jump to next heroin? So everybody's like, Oh, it's cheaper. It does the same thing. It's more intense. You know, it feels like way more intense. And where did you not to interrupt you? Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to uh, in Oregon. I went to South Albany High School, okay, cool. and then Oregon State. It's like, man, it sounds like you went to Compton. Like well, that's that's the thing is, and the the book Dreamland talks about this, where like there aren't expensive. Well, number one, you're not going oxycontins are really expensive drugs. So that's not going to be in a, a in Compton, you know. Right, right, for, right. I'm assuming, but 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 they. That's why there was like you hear these stories of these really like kids in suburban areas that are just like fucking dying off this shit because it's like, Oh, that the drugs are marketed to them. And then when they stopped being providing those drugs a lot, they started to, uh, heroin was available and there was a little town in Mexico that was bringing the heroin up to the United States and they intentionally wouldn't go to the big cities because they didn't want to compete with the gangsters. Ah. They want, and they were, and they were, and their whole marketing of, um, 
uh, selling drugs was a lot more strategic. Like they were a lot more friendly. If you told them that they were, that you were going to, you wanted to quit, they would come to your house and be like, no, here's some free, you know, we don't want you to feel sick. We want you to be a good, like, we want to be nice to you. We want you to feel better. Um, and if there was like a turf war between two of the people from say, you know, from Mexico, they would, uh, like talk it out instead of fucking fighting and shoot it out. So it was a lot, it was, it was a lot, the marketing of the drugs was a lot different. It was so much more available and it was marketed to the, uh, yeah, like the suburban, suburban kids. That's crazy. Dude, bro. it's really fucking crazy. I was going to say that like with that chick that was thinking about how she really hasn't like lived is that a lot of people like that, that haven't really, you know, I know people that have died. Like I know fucking like drugs, like addicts, every everything, bro. Like mm-hmm. like like the jokes that I have about my mom. Like bro, that was real shit. Like I, like making like jokes about it and shit because it's yeah. funny as fuck. Sure, but like yeah. but back in the time, it wasn't fucking funny. I was a yeah, kid, yeah. you know. So but like like a lot of the times, those people like I'm sure that chick, her <laughs> only interaction with like addicts or whatever is probably watching like Intervention, and like that show like kind of like makes it seem cool. Like not like mm-hmm. cool, but like 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 the way that that show is portrayed isn't really how it is. Like right. there's like real addicts don't have fucking cameras following them around. Right. You know what I mean? It's like they're acting almost normal while being on. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's really weird. Like, and I'm sure on that show they're getting paid to be on camera. So they're like, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah. And there's like a, like there's like, I remember watching one scene and the chick is like, you know, she's like, she separates herself from her family and goes to go do heroin in the bathroom. But like the, the camera guy comes into the bathroom and is like recording her do it. I'm like, come on, bro. Like she's right. not, that's not the worst moment of her life. Like, it's not fucking rock bottom like they're trying to portray it. Right. Like, that's not her rock bottom, bro. She's yeah. on TV. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Like, and that's why I'm truly trying to like figure out like people getting offended by jokes. I I get it. I totally get it. But you know, when you talk about like you're talking about like jokes with your mom and stuff, like if you yeah. go through like Something that I hate getting so philosophical about this is so cornball. That was perfect. But it's, but it's like, if you go through, uh, if you're, if your baseline is making dark fucked up things funny, Mm -hmm. then you're so okay with other people doing that, you doing that. And that being the playing field of, of comedy. It's like, okay, I'm doing this. I figured out a way to do it. So that's what I'm, I, I am okay with that. And I see other people doing it as comics. They kind of like have fucked up. They, you know, make fucked up things funny. Right, right, right. So it's like, how do you translate that to an audience that doesn't have that point of view? Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I guess I kind of tuned out halfway. I'm kind of tune out, dude. Kind of buzzing a little bit, but I don't know. I, 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 it was a long thing, but it's the point. Like, what I'm trying to figure out right now is like, you have jokes that are like, you're they're so. can be so fucked up or you're taking a fucked up thing and making it funny. It's like, it's obviously a joke. Yeah. Like I'm not serious about this. I've taken a fucked up thing and I've, I'm making it funny and it's obviously a joke. It's clearly right, right, right. not real. You know what I mean? The worst though is when someone gets offended for like another like group of people or like if someone to get offended at like the jokes about my mom, I'm like, what? It's my mom. Uh, what are you fucking, I'm talking about my own fucking family. Like, yeah. why are you, you're offended for my mom that you've never fucking met? She's right. seen them. Like, what are you talking <laughs> right, about? Right. Like, you, like, I fucking, I lived through it, motherfucker. My, yeah. Like, and it's not like it's just something that I experienced for like a day. It's like, bro, that was my childhood. Yeah. I'm allowed to talk about it. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Why are you fucking upset? It's like calling yourself, making fun of you for being like ugly or whatever. And they're like, oh, it's yeah, like, it's relax, like, dude. Like, I'm, fucking, I'm the one that wakes up as myself. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking about. 
on this sex bed here. <laughs> <laughs> this was funny when like seeing like the I didn't even watch the rest of Chappelle's special because fucking like the first ten minutes like I'm gonna sound his his new special. One yeah, second, I just gotta check the time. Yeah, no worries. Uh, his new special like the first ten minutes he said a couple hacky jokes, and I was like I'm not watching this, and I turned it off. But oh, you didn't like it. Not the first 10 minutes, and, like, everybody that heard, everybody that I've talked to is like, bro, like, the rest of it gets good. And I was like, eh, whatever, bro. And I'm just like, it's not something that I need to, like, I watch the other five. You know what I mean? It's not like this one's going to be, like, like the golden road to fucking mm-hmm. making it in comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I have other shit to do. You know, like, the first 10 minutes, I like, I it was no, a lot more he, silly and lighthearted. And no, because kinda... he was like, he was like, ah, oh, this movie idea is Space Juice. I'm like, okay, cool. What are you in your first year of comedy? <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck is this, bro? I'm like, you're the greatest of all time. And like, this is the, like, like I swear I heard that joke two weeks ago in an open mic. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I man. see what you're saying. I was just like, I'm not going to watch this. I thought it was a good balance. So if it was all the last half, I would have been like, all right. <laughs> all right. Okay. I don't even know what happened in the last half. It was more, it was, it was more his style, like a lot more, a lot more depth, not as many laughs as much. It was right. a, more like a, a great story, an amazing fucking story to close it out. Um, but yeah, it was a lot more, yeah, you know, fucking Chappelle. Chappelle. More philosophical yeah. and stuff. I just think that it's funny seeing all the people that are upset at him making jokes about the trans community or whatever. And, uh, and like, people getting, like, offended for the trans community. And it's, like, they're just not straight up, like, opposite of trans. And you're like, what the fuck? You're saying the people that are getting upset on their behalf are yeah. the opposite? Yeah. It's just like, what are you fucking, like, what are you posting about, man? Like, I've seen you make trans jokes yourself. Like, what are you fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you'll see comics post shit. Oh, uh, really? Like, yeah, like on Facebook. Mm. Like, I'll just see, like, shit. Like, it's, like, it became so weird in, like, the L.A. comedy scene Facebook page that, like, the, the moderators were literally like, okay, no more Chappelle posting here. It's getting too fucking weird. Like, it's, oh, like, I haven't seen that. Oh, uh, cool, because they deleted all the shit, bro. Yeah. Wait, Chappelle's... Chappelle's post saying like he's bad or good both people were just fighting on his oh, post yeah. in the LA comedy scene and, it, and people were arguing <laughs> on that shit as if it was gonna get them booked or something it was just like dude what do you care yeah. like, what are you fucking fighting about like, Re- meanwhile Chappelle is fucking swimming in a pool of cash he doesn't give a shit probably hasn't even checked any of the comments he doesn't care Not dude he's one. in Barbados right now fishing yeah. literally doesn't care about any of this <laughs> Oh my god! Um, Check the time. You got to get out of here. Yeah, at some point, I should probably jet out of here. All right. Well, this, we went. Dude, I had a really good time. Hour and forty-four. That was fucking fire. Is uh, it? How long do you normally do? An hour to an hour and uh, anywhere between an hour and two hours usually. Nice. One went three hours and was like, all right, this is too much. <laughs> what are we, Joe Rogan? Get the fuck out of here, bro. We're not that interesting. You know what I mean? The Rogan but, podcast. That'd be fucking hard to stay there for like three or four hours. Fuck, all bro. right. We're talking about on it enough, Alpha Brain. <laughs> By the way, I tried that stuff. It blows. It doesn't do anything. Really? Dude, fuck that. Chill. You're going to have them come after us. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> whatever, dude. But uh, I leave the final minute of the podcast to the guest to you know, say whatever, plug whatever, any parting words of wisdom you want to throw out there in case this is, you know, someone listens back to it. Because, you know, if you die before me, I'm going to plug this and try to make your death about me. So this is your last. <laughs> I know you will because you're a fucking <laughs> bastard. <laughs> your parting words of wisdom, bro. Um. No, no, you can find me on the internet. And then I, if you want to go check out the Brother Show podcast, that would be awesome. Uh, really happy with it. And, um, yeah, we're doing it every week. comes out every Sunday. Uh, but this is dope, dude. Much appreciated. Okay. Thanks for coming on, bro. Loved it.